Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode one. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's messing it all up. <laughs> it just went into think... autopilot. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's too late. It's, it's water to the bridge. I already went through with the uh, with the intro. Um, did I even? I didn't even give list off the names. I'm Graham. No. Here with Luke, Cody, and no Richie again. He's working still. He's working hard. Uh, and we have... The 2023 Runs Bypasses MVP <laughs> Newbie of the Year. Jordan Kroger. God damn it, it's Kroger! He just told us! What kind of a fucking intro are we giving this guy? It was a train wreck, okay? Leave me alone. Have you eaten yet? You need brain food. Somebody can know I have not eaten, I'm very tired. Oh, well, there's the problem. Um. (laughs) So what up, Jordan? How you doing, buddy? Long time no see. Those drive shafts holding up? Um... Yeah, yeah. Hopefully so. I, I, we're at their quarter wall now. So if that's they good. Break, yeah. If they break, right. something else is going with it. I'd I'm prefer hoping. not to see you like fly backwards whoa, whoa, down whoa. the hill. We're skipping that, ahead yeah. too far. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no, no. This, this is, we're building up to it and then we'll come back and actually get it's like into a teaser. It. It, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, that shit was that, gnarly, to be fair. It like, could have oh, been way scary, worse though. than it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, just so this was at Good Evening Ranch on uh, what's it, Keyhole? That's what that's called. Keyhole. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. How'd you get into this before we even get into what you've done? Because like, you know, we heard some things. Anybody listen? Yeah, sixty two. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I've been in off road pretty much my whole life. Um, so I guess going like way back, my my dad used to be like a tech on a trophy truck team. Um, oh shit that's cool yeah yeah hell yeah so yeah i'm from southern california um so that that industry's big out there like um i didn't really grow up around rock crawlers or like i didn't really see a solid axle truck until i moved out here but um yeah so he i I was you know ripping around in his toyota out in glamis um when i was a little kid and you know i just kind of been around it and then um when I turned 16, I uh, bought a Toyota Tacoma, like a five-lug 1996 Toyota Tacoma. Total piece of shit, like the worst Tacoma you could possibly buy, like two-wheel drive. Like, it wasn't even the pre-runner, so like it didn't even have like the four-wheel drive suspension. It was just like, you know, just like kind of like a gardening truck. And um, yeah, completely just demolished that thing. Like, cut the, cut the front um, control arms like lengthen them three inches which is like a long travel thing to do to get you know more suspension travel mm-hmm. um yeah and then just kind of ruin that thing for two or three years um so i guess yeah more more context for the backstory i guess i moved to the south when i was like 12 um spent some time in georgia and then when i when i did get my license i was living in Aiken, south carolina and my dad was still back in california um so I found this truck out there, flew out there, and then we had it shipped back to South Carolina. Um, and it was Aiken, South Carolina, which is like a super small town, not much to do there. But that thing was like, that was my entertainment. Like, you know, that was like my sense of freedom and could like finally get out of the house. Um, 
and I kind of just developed like a friend group and just like that's what we did on the weekends we like you know we we would work on the truck all throughout the week and then just go like mud bogging and go find trails and stuff um yeah and then I guess it just it's kind of been progressing from there ever since so then how did you get uh caught up with the with the runs prime guys because I'm now look, I'm over here looking at this uh, was it was it a ranger is that what this thing was? Oh no, it was a Toyota. Oh shit! Oh, um, just it was a Toyota. <laughs> yeah. No, well, depends, I was looking through. I've had a few, man. It depends on how far back you go. So, um, so like, I don't know if any of my friends from back home are going to listen to this, but we used to call it Chuck the Truck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the OG OG Toyota. So that thing, I don't even know if I have any pictures of Instagram. Like that was probably before I even had an Instagram. I, I had that truck. Um. But yeah, so yeah, so I had that, and then I, it, dude, I just like it got to the point where it was so beat to shit. I mean, this is like every single week we'd just be out like just mud bogging and just crashing it into stuff. Like I probably had a dent in every single, and it was my daily like straight piped. It was only like a four cylinder, so it wasn't anything crazy, but just absolute like redneck mobile. And um, yeah, so sold that thing, and then I ended up buying like a 1992 Toyota pickup um because the the like 95 and older toyota pickups are way stronger than like the the tacomas mm-hmm. for for various reasons like the ball joints on them are way stronger um they don't have a steering rack so like you know ifs stuff these days like you have to run like pretty gnarly steering racks to get any any longevity out of them yeah. um yeah so yeah so I, I ended up going with an older a 92 pickup um <clears throat> that thing on like some 33s um put a spool in the back of it took it to durham town durham town i don't i don't know have you guys ever heard of durham town down in georgia no no so it's like kind of like a like a motocross like mecca um there's like seven thousand acres of like dirt bike trails and they have like all like gnarly like motocross tracks and stuff but they were trying for a while to to kind of bring like the utv off-road crowd down there so they they cut like i don't know maybe like 15 miles of trails um so we went down there just to check it out because it was like an hour away and dude like the first trail i just sink this thing nose first like 10 feet into a mud hole <laughs> and just hydrolocked the motor and it was like <laughs> and dude this thing was like my pride and joy it was like i had all my money into it it was like the cleanest like 1992 toyota pickup extended cab with like these like it was like 33 bfg all terrains brand new like nicest thing i've ever had in my life dude i just ruined it and like 10 minutes of off-roading <laughs> no <laughs> yeah man yep yep so that that i called up AAA on that one got it home or the motor out of it and that was the first time i did a motor swap so that was really the first time i was like like i don't know if you guys ever like the first time you work on something and it's your daily and you just have this pit of like dude if i don't get this back on the road like <laughs> there's gonna be problems like i gotta go to school tomorrow i gotta get to work like <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no going back like it's either you do it or you don't do it you know yeah. um which is kind of weird because like i like doing that motor swap i remember like keeping myself up at night just being like there's no way i'm gonna be able to do this i've never done this before like nobody's helping me like you know i'm this is all gonna go wrong i'm gonna like lose all this money and then i like did it and it was totally fine and like it only cost me like 300 bucks and i ended up selling the truck for like twice what i bought it for um so there's there's like a bunch of times in my life where i kind of go back 
And I just remember that feeling. And I'm like, dude, you got this. Like, you know, like remember that time where you're, you know, having an anxiety attack about putting your truck back together and you're 18. <laughs> and it's like that same feeling. So it's like, I don't know. That was kind of a cool moment, but yeah, going back to, 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 uh, I guess the vehicles I've had, um, yeah, so that was one of them. So that was, I kept that one pretty much stock. And then, um, I sold that one and, and got a Subaru cause I, I had just started college at that point. So I got like a little like $4,000 WRX with like 250,000 miles on it. What could um, go wrong? Dude, terrible idea. <laughs> it's yeah. a clean little bug eye though. In all honesty, dude, it's a nice I car. Love- I loved that car, man. That was such a cool little car. Like for four grand, like all wheel drive, turbo, stick shift, like itching little car for that much money. Um, yeah, so I had that for a while. And then the kind of the same thing happened. Like I got it tuned. And then about a week later, the thing blew up. <laughs> put no. a motor in it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, put a motor in it. Um, and then I think by that, by, so we're talking maybe like, I was like 20 years old at this point. Um, my dad calls me and he's like, dude, I'm at this junkyard. And there's this like fully built, like the uh, Toyota chassis just sitting here. I'm like, well, how much does a guy want for it? He said 600 bucks. And I don't know if oh, you're looking yeah. at, at my Instagram right now or whatever, but that's that one that's I like am. all, it's all caged up. The white um, one? Yeah, exactly. It's all caged yeah. up. It's on 35s. It's got total chaos. So, so I flew out to California and we bought that thing. And then me and my dad built that thing up. And I think it was like 20 days from like a bare, you know, just like a rusty, uh, roll cage, like uh, cab frame. Um, my dad's nickname's junkyard. Cause he's just kind of always like scrounging around in like people's junkyards and like no places. And like, he just has all these like contacts of people that he just knows has like good stuff. So we ended up, we ended up buying a donor truck for like 500 bucks and just putting everything, you know, from that. So I had this like bitch and pre-runner for like two grand. Um, uh, yeah. So then I, I, I sent that thing to South Carolina cause I'm still living in South in South Carolina at this point. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, am I rambling or is this all right? No, 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 keep going. no, no, no. <laughs> We're all sitting here quietly listening because you're telling a good story. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so I, I shipped that thing back out to um, to South Carolina, but then just kind of got up to the same antics, you know. Like so, that thing was a night. I think that was a '92 as well, actually, um, pre Tacoma pickup, and that thing had like a full total chaos front end on it, and it was it was my first four or no second four wheel drive truck, but first long travel four wheel drive truck, um, and that was a game changer. Like, you know, because so that my my first Toyota was a two wheel drive. Um, just because, like, out, out west, like, everybody just runs two-wheel drive, long-travel trucks. Like, there's no reason to mess with, like, a front diff or CV axles. It's starting to get bigger now because I think of KOH. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, back when I was kind of doing it, it's like, you know, nobody ran two-wheel drive. But then, like, out in the south, like, you know, everything's just mud and clay, so you have to have four-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a game-changer. But, yeah, I had that truck for quite a while. Um so kind of how this ties into the runs prime dudes. So we're all me, Mike and Hayes, we're all BMX kids. Um, yep. yeah, we all just like grew up riding BMX and I didn't know, I didn't know them. They were up in Charlotte. Um, but there's this huge BMX event down in Florida called swamp fest. 
Yeah. Yes. Whoa, wait a second. You went down to Swamp Fest? <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? That's I so like, sick. I've been yeah. I've been following Trey with this Swamp Fest stuff for so fucking long. So that's sick. I've always wanted to go, but it never lines up. That's yeah, sick. Yeah. It's 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 such a cool event. Um it's just like it's, absolute anarchy for three days. Like yeah, it's so it's sick. Yeah. So I I actually drove that uh that like fully caged up pre runner down there. I think it was like twelve hundred miles. And this is like fresh off the build, like me and my dad threw the thing together in twenty days, like zip ties everywhere, like half the lights don't work. <laughs> like total just like slapped this thing together just to get it back home. Drove it down to Florida with a bunch of buddies. Um and then so there's a so how this ties into runs prime mike has a video on his phone and i didn't know either of these guys at the time this is like i was still living in aiken like all that stuff um but mike's got a video and i still had california plates on the toyota um so mike's got a video like going around the toyota and he's like damn look at this fucking this dude drove this pre-runner all the way from california (laughs) (laughs) which like wasn't the case like i had it shipped to my house and then drove it down to florida which is you know a third of the way but (laughs) still a decent bit of you know that's still good travels (laughs) yeah so there's a video there's a video on my instagram of me launching it over like a motocross jump and Uh just absolutely bending the shit out of the front end um and the tires are brand new when i started the trip and then i got home and both front tires were bald (laughs) because i just bent the shit and we just had like i don't know probably 20 degrees of negative uh or of toe in driving all the way home because everything bent so bad in the front it just roached both the front tires (laughs) but um yeah so that was that was like when like the first time me and mike like crossed paths and i didn't even meet him he just took that video of my truck um but that's kind of like a funny you know and then um yeah so i had that truck for a while and then uh, i actually sold it to buy to buy a house um so i got some good money for that thing just because it was kind of unique and cool um so at that time i guess i still had the like the fully caged up pre-runner when i I graduated college moved up to greenville um that's kind of when i when i met mike my one of my bmx buddies who was also at swamp fest that year hits me up and he's like hey man my buddy mike's moving to town He's starting to get his, we're, we're big into mountain biking. So he was mm-hmm. like, he was like, um, yeah, my buddy's getting into mountain biking. He's a pretty sick BMXer. Um, you should hit him up and y'all should go ride. And I was like, word, all right. But I'm, I'm, I'm not really like a super like outgoing person. Like I'm kind of a wallflower. <laughs> <laughs> like if like, if you, if somebody like comes and talks to me and I think you're cool, then like I'm your best friend, but I'm not going to like go out of my way to, that's just how like, I don't have a reason to be that way. It's just kind of how I am. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah, so I reached out to Mike and I was like, fuck, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Cause like BMX dudes, do dude, they run, like, there's such a range of people that ride BMX. Like sometimes you get some dude who's just like tweaked out and wild, uh-huh. and, like, just not people you want to be around. And then sometimes it's like the sickest people ever. Same um, with skaters too. You get that really just yeah. like, I don't know. They're just, they're, it's such an array of people that come into these different sports and yeah i agree with you 100 percent. sometimes you could go to a skate park and you'd like top of a quarter pipe just hanging out talking with somebody but then you could go to the other side of the bank and like you don't even want to be around that guy for the next yeah. four minutes of your life it's it's <laughs> i know exactly what you mean yep exactly so i was like dude we'll see which one mike is and i think he's probably somewhere in the middle <laughs> but, uh, 
That's but, a good point. Uh, I like that. <laughs> so Buddy Buddy pulls up to our local trailhead, and he's got this JK on 37s spooled up, and he's got this mountain bike that doesn't fit in this damn JK hanging out the back of it. And I'm like, all right, this dude's this dude's probably pretty cool. <laughs> he, he comes screeching into the parking lot, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude, that thing's sick. <laughs> but yeah, so then uh, me and Mike have just kind of been homies ever since then. Um, and then I, I met Nate. You said what? I was just saying, he's funny. He's such a shit stirrer. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's prickly. <laughs> he's, a bomb. he's one of the best dudes ever, though. He's he's definitely somebody that'll I got your back no matter what. But um, yeah, so then I then I met Hayes through Mike. I don't I don't even remember. Probably just partying. Like we just had a big bonfire one weekend, and then we all went downtown and um, met Hayes that way. And uh, I always knew they were both into off roading. No, actually, I met Hayes at Winrock. I think I think so. I still had my my Toyota pickup at the time. The caged up one, and it, at the time it was on thirty threes, and I told Mike I was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm like going up to Winrock," um, and he's like, "Sick, yeah, my buddy Hayes I think's probably down." So Hayes shows up. This, this is the first time I met Hayes. So Hayes shows up, and he's got this ginormous forerunner. I think it was on like thirty nines, but it was also on like a twelve inch lift. <laughs> so the thing's just like so big. I'm like, dude, we are not in the same ballpark here. Like, I got this like lowered long travel Toyota on 33s, and he shows up and just like the biggest swamp donkey you've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we run blue trails all week or all weekend, and Hayes is bummed on that. But yeah, that was the first time I met him. Um, and then, so I guess I'll fast forward a little bit because I've been rambling for a while, but I don't know. <laughs> Good, going, going, man. I'm loving it. Yeah, I love yeah. that story. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So, so I ended up selling that and then, you know, did some life stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm real into like sports cars and BMWs and stuff too. So I saw you have an it. E30 as well. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a bunch of cool BMWs. Um, I had a, I think the best one I probably had is like an E46 M3. It's kind of like the pinnacle, Ooh. like, you know, it's six speed raw sports cars. <laughs> oh yeah. So I uh, think it was sick, but yeah, so I, I was kind of out of off-road, just doing kind of the BMW, doing the track stuff for a while. Um, and then Hayes, I think Hayes had bought the YJ. And, I was, and then Mike was talking about maybe buying a rig. And I was like, I wonder if I could build something that's like, you know, still kind of go fast style. but could still kind of hang with the boys, so I'm not like running blue trails the whole time at Winterhawk. Um, and then I think it was like 2022, Ultimate Adventure had just come out. And there was a dude with a first-gen Red 4Runner on 35s that did all of Ultimate Adventure. So I was like, all right, like if he can do Ultimate Adventure on a 4Runner on 35s, then that's what I'll build. Because it was IFS. It was like the style I like. Um, so I built a green 4Runner, a second-gen, 1992, I think. it or no, 90, That was a 93, I think it was. Um, I did a 3.4 swap in that and then put a Total Chaos Long Travel Kit on the front. And then did some fancy stuff with the with the rear links in the back of that forerunner. Um and then the first, so I built that and then Hayes had bought the YJ. So me, Mike, and Hayes went to uh Gulch's, which is like our little like local off-road spot here in near mm-hmm. Greenville. Um pretty sick spot. Like it's only 80 acres, but there's some like gnarly stuff to get into there. Ultimate Adventure had been there a couple times. Um yeah, anyways. So pull up to Gulch's, start running around like immediately just blow both the CV axles out of the front of the thing. And, uh, (laughs) 
And then I'm just like, man, maybe this isn't the ticket. Like <laughs> just spent like all this money building this thing, like all this time. And uh, so I was just kind of riding around in Hayes' YJ. And that was really the first time I had been in a rock crawler. Like I always kind of thought they were goofy. Like they are definitely goofy. <laughs> super like compared to like pre-runners, like going fast and like jumping big and stuff. Like they're super goofy. But well, it really... makes sense. Like, you know, every other, every other sport, you know, like running, it's like, okay, who can do it the fastest? Racing, yeah. you know, it's who can do it the fastest. So to kind of take, like, it makes Our sense to build like something. Who can do it? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> exactly. I, can definitely, I can definitely see where it's like kind of an odd thing. We're just like, I just don't get this. Why do you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I never understood it. And Mike and Hayes were so bonered out about it. Like, Every time we all hung out, they wouldn't shut up about like, I didn't understand any of it. Like Dana 60, Dana 44. Like I didn't know what any of this shit meant. Cause I was just full off, full blown pre-runner guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we please start speaking English at some point in this conversation? <laughs> exactly. Who the fuck yeah. is this Dana chick? And does she at least have a nice ass? 100%. And I was like, you guys are running forties. Like you're going to so much unsprung weight like what are y'all doing <laughs> like, none of that shit matters in rock crawling <laughs> uh, but, um, unsprung weight is actually your friend in rock crawling yeah, until yeah, it goes I, over the nose <laughs> yeah. but yeah so so I, I rode in his yj and he took me on some of like the double blacks at gulches i was like damn this shit's kind of sick like you know like we're going real slow but it's like still pretty like you know get your adrenaline up um but then I think really what kind of hooked me was just like the hanging out and partying and just like being around like the boys, you know, um, like rock crawling itself is cool. But I think my favorite part about it is just kind of hanging out and like talking to people yeah. and, and partying and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so that that kind of got me hooked. And then so that night we were at Chili's. There's a there's a really shitty Chili's right outside of Gulch's <laughs> that we always go to. <laughs> it's like the worst <laughs> one ever. <laughs> but um, never been to a Chili's. Really? Oh, chili? No way. Some chilies aren't bad. Some I of them are actually pretty either. decent. Yeah, um, the chilies. Do they have like have an a... Asian chicken pasta chilies that is fire? So good. So we have um, the other one that's not the chilies. Uh, why Applebee's? is the name? Is... No, not Applebee's. It's like the Chipotle um, or Chipotle. <laughs> Absolutely uh, not the same. Not even close to the same thing, but okay. All right. <laughs> that's uh, that's as close as I've gotten then. <laughs> that's not even close <laughs> that's like being like oh yeah i've had friendlies before but we don't have that here we have texas roadhouse <laughs> that's that's the comparison <laughs> okay. i'm uh, not very socially uh adept if you will so i thought that they were the same thing because like you know whatever no, i thought that chili's moe's and chipotle <laughs> are the like the comparable i did, okay. i'd never been to a moe's i didn't know moe's was like a like a burrito place <laughs> up until right. like three months ago. Moe sucks. We should probably yeah, let him Mo's continue. Because <laughs> this is got me glued to the... I like uh, Moe's too. I don't know what you're what? talking about. Cody. I don't know, dude. Okay, so back in I've the day... I've never had one before. It was way better than a... Uh, I don't know about nah, that. But no, it was, no, 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 it was no, no, no. different than Chip, Chipotle. Chipotle. So, Chip, Chip, I, Chipotle. Chipotle. Um, <laughs> I do like that they offer different things. You know, they got the bowls. They got all those sorts of different things like that. But... Most has not been the same since they had the chili lime like sauce that they had. That shit was fire. They got rid of it, and yeah. I fuck that place. Nah, I can't go back now. But like, I don't know. The last few times that I've been, it just has not been good food. So, 
Well, like, did they change, like, down here in the South, they, like, changed up the whole menu. Like, they used to have crazy, like, it used to be, like, Joey Bag of Donuts was, like, just a burrito. Yeah, 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 Which yeah, is yeah. cool, yep. like, I, you know, had some character. Now it's just, like, chicken burrito. You're like, damn. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could That's talk about funny. burritos for hours. <laughs> Dude, I, fuck, I love burritos. We got, a, we got a good spot up here called Bueno Isano. Graham knows all about it. That, mm-hmm. that, that place is phenomenal. They really do a good job there. Sick. We've yeah, got so, a... Uh... Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Go we, ahead. Uh, I don't know if there's a Chili's near like the meat and beat or the Web Wheelers ball, but if there is, we have to have a freaking Crawler Chili's party. Ooh. So maybe, I don't I don't know. Is there one near the meat and beat? Like, I think there's a better chance of there being one by the meat and beat than there there's is one by like probably, this year's Web Wheelers ball. There's probably one by there um, because it's going to be like, Kimball and that other town, you know, yeah, they're like actual like a... towns. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. They're like, right, like once you hit the main area there by the McDonald's and all that, it's kind of like an actual legitimate town. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyways, hold on, quick, quick, go back a little bit. It's kind of funny. I was scrolling through your uh, your Instagram here, and it, it seems like you were riding BMX around the same time I was when like chrome bars, white wall tires, having like one colored rim with one black rim, like that <laughs> yeah. style was such a thing. And it's kind of unique to see it because like I was also riding BMX during that time, and like we had a we had a nice little trail system. We used to call it the Tamarack Track. That's what we called it. And dude, nice. it was the best thing for us. Like we'd get out of high school. Granted, you know, I think you're a few years older than me. How old are you? Twenty eight. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I was gonna say, just based off the timeline when I was seeing it, um, I was sixteen at the time, so I was still in high school. But it was fucking awesome because we would all get out of school, we'd ride the bus back to our houses, or if we rode our bikes to school, which not many of us did, but then we'd hop on our bikes, all meet up at the track, and it was so much fucking fun. It was uh, just reminiscing of the good old times and getting really fucked up trying to jump jumps <laughs> that we were not supposed to be doing. And like, oh, my God, I remember this one day. Oh, my, it was great. It was a fucking awesome time. But we had this really sick, like nasty, nasty downhill to a berm that like 180 backwards. And then there was like a nice hip jump. And I tried to do, do you know what a T-bog is, Jordan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I tried to do like a 180 T-bog and then land fakie and I landed, but I didn't turn the wheel all the way back enough and got fucking ejectoed backwards, <laughs> but took the wind out of me. And I just, oh, I, it could have been three minutes, but it, it felt like an eternity of me just sucking wind, just like hoping to catch my breath again. Oh, good times. Good times. It, yeah. BMX is the shit, man. I, I look back at some of the stuff we used to ride and like, if I was to do that today, there's like i wouldn't i wouldn't be walking anymore like yeah or wouldn't 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 be going to work the next day yeah 100 and it's funny like i think if you talk to a lot of like people like that are into off-road and stuff it's kind of a like a pretty um typical trajectory for like bmx kids to get into like cars and and off-road yeah um either drifting or like rock crawling or pre-running or something right yeah yeah for sure pretty it's pretty cool to see that um i don't know what about it that must like because obviously somehow it tickles our brain in a way that we enjoy it so somehow it must probably tickle the same wavelength and uh i guess it's just risking the chance of death probably maybe that's (laughs) i think think for me it's just like like dude when you're when when i was a kid like out on the bike like i could go anywhere there wasn't any rules like and off-roading and drifting and stuff are kind of the same thing it's like you just you're just having fun there's no boundaries there's no rules you just kind of you know blast up this rock however you want to do it and it doesn't really matter 
So. I don't know. There's definitely rules the day that the cop told me to throw out the. I had a joint one day. We were riding down the, literally down the main road, and there was definitely rules that day when he yelled at me to throw that joint on the ground. So, <laughs> I mean, sm- smoking drugs and grinding your sets that's a little different, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there was this. I have to talk about it because it's been so fucking long since that I will. There will be never another reason to say this story ever. There was one night me and a buddy were at my house at my dad's house and it was like one o'clock in the morning we were bored as shit we're like fuck it let's just go for a ride on the bikes we hop on the bikes we go down to like a pride gas station get some drinks or whatever we're hanging out there like fuck it let's just go to the skate park like what does it matter we'll we'll just go hang out there or whatnot we get all the way down there it's probably four or five miles nothing too crazy but enough of a ride uh we get all the way there i no no my buddy ran over a screw popped his tire so now we're like, fuck, it's 2 a.m. My dad's waking up at 5 in the morning. So I'm not going to text him and tell him what we're doing. We're just going to have to figure out how the hell we're getting about 10 miles back home with the pop tire. So we're like, fuck it. He, the kid who I was with, his name was Sam. Piece of shit. But besides that, um, he ended up he ended up <laughs> fucking my girlfriend at the time for like oh, two years of us dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah whole crazy goes thing. Back but... to the scumbag BMX kid thing. Also. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> takes me back for sure. But he used to run um, cross country, so he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just like run the bike back, and then uh, you ride your bike." I'm like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." Well, the problem was is this man was not wearing um, a belt. So every time he would run like 20 feet, his fucking yeah. pants were falling down to his ankles. So he says, fuck it, takes his pants off, starts running with the bike with what? no pants on down the main fucking road. Granted, he has boxers on, but still, it's still fucking public indecency. So now it's three in the morning. We're 18. We're high as balls. We're running down the middle of the street and one of us is pantsless. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this guy, this, uh, this cop rolls up. Um, Oh shit! I I don't want to. There's a few describing factors about him that is not worth it for this portion of the conversation. But either way, he pulls us over and he's just like, "All right, what the fuck are we doing, boys?" He's like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> and he was giving us such a hard time about it. And then, like, I literally sat there. I'm like, "All right," da 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 da. Literally just explained the whole thing. He goes, "Oh, actually, that's probably the most logical answer I've could have ever heard in my entire life." He's like, "All right," he's like. Yeah, home safe. We're like, thank you, sir. And just kept on going down the road with him half naked. <laughs> Dude, I feel like, I feel like cops get stoked when they find high teenagers. They're just like, I'm going to fuck yes. with them a little bit. <laughs> oh, he definitely did. He got us good because he was like grilling us hard. Like, And I'm like, God damn it, dude. Like, I'm just going to whatever. I'm like, my dad was pretty chill. So like, even if like I called him was like, hey, we need a ride. Like, sorry to wake you. But this cop's giving us a fucking hard time. He probably wouldn't have cared. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I think he was just enjoying messing with us and just be like, why did, Why is this man not wearing pants? <laughs> like, that's what he kept coming back to. It is oh, so good. But anyways, let's let's wrap it back up to uh, to kind of you. We haven't even gotten into how the hell you ended up in the Cherokee. I know. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'll, get, I'll, I'll try to fast forward. So, that. So, yeah. So the fast day, forward. Just work towards that, it. Yeah. Keep going. That day at Gulch's. So, we're sitting at Chili's. And, um. I don't know how it got brought up, but I was like, one of us was like, dude, if you buy a rock crawler, I'll buy a rock crawler. Because Hayes, Hayes at this point was the only one that had, he had the YJ. And I think that was actually the first day he had driven it. Um, <laughs> so me and, me and Mike are like, dude, if you get a rock crawler, I'll get one. And Mike was like trying to buy a house at this point in time. And I had like just bought mine. So like neither of us had any money. 
but we were like, fuck it, dude, we're going to get rock crawlers. <laughs> so he, so, so I was on, so there's a website called like SC Offroad uh, here in South Carolina. And it's one of those off-road forums where there's like four dudes that are on it every single day. And like, that's it. And like, they just keep the entire forum going and like. <laughs> still so to this day, it's still yeah. going. Yeah, wow. and it's just like three or four dudes, man, and they just keep it running. Um, so like every like four months, there'll be like a new classified ad for like vehicles. <laughs> and uh, the Cherokee had popped up. So this is like a day or two after the Gulch's thing, and I'm just like feverishly searching for anything that I could wheel. And I'm I I, I like having people come. Like I want to be able to take as many people as I can along wheeling with me. So like I, I had to have a four door. Four which, doors, more horrors. I get it. Yeah, Makes sense. Yeah. Facts, yeah. Facts. <laughs> which, like, it actually narrows it down quite a bit. Like, Cherokee and Forerunner. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, TJ, or four-door JK. But uh, those are lame. TJ. TJ's on rear seats. He's got buckets in the back, huh? That's true. Um, yeah. But so, have, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Were you I was going to say, though, if you're uh, wheeling a TJ, you have to reinforce that whole like area and yeah. you end up with the two door XJ problem where you're going to have to hop in like over yeah. the tire through the window. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but anyway, so it was either Toyota <laughs> or, or a Cherokee, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm a Toyota guy through and through. So I was like hoping I'd find a Toyota, but the Toyotas are like, you know, probably twice as much as, as Jeeps usually are. Um, and so I was just scrolling SC four by four, and I found this Cherokee for for six grand. And uh, what year is this? I think it's a '99. I don't actually even know. What no, 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 no. What year are, were you oh, looking for? Dude, this was like eight months ago. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, I'm just trying to get the full picture because like a six grand XJ back in like 2018 when I was first getting into it, you could get something pretty fucking gnarly for that. Yeah, Actually, you could I mean, get something where it was like at least on tons and possibly oh, caged. Damn. But even yeah, like but you 2020, don't want any of that. Like if you actually want to do the work, yeah. if 99% of the time you don't want somebody's hack job because if they're selling it, not every case, but like most of the time if they're selling it, it's because it wasn't what they wanted you don't sell yeah. a rig you like you're not gonna you want to buy somebody's sloppy ass rig yeah that's that, a fair point and kind of like to graham's point like going back i'm not like a super good fabricator or anything but like coming from the pre-runner world where everybody's like you know super tight like notches tig welding like everything's grade eight hardware like everything's limit strap properly done and then coming into the rock crawler world i was like holy shit dude some of this stuff is so ratchet uh-huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> so i, I kind of wanted something that i could like that was a good foundation for me to kind of build off of um yeah so i found that and you guys could tell me if i get ripped off i, I probably did i still don't know but it was a, a 99 cherokee um it came with a set of half doors. It's a four-door Cherokee, so it had four half doors. It had party lights. It had the sketchiest cage I've ever seen in my life. Um, but what got me is it, it had 37s and a Dana 44. Auto what was the rear? Uh, it's an auto. Yep, yep. Auto 4.0. Um, what was the rear? I think uh, so. the 44s came out of a waggy. Okay. Um, so it's whatever the rear of that. 44. Yeah. 
So, the so then, before. that's actually pretty good because yeah, the waggies were really sought after for very specific things. Like again, we're we're pushing back ten years when I say that the waggies were sought after. Like before, yeah. people were like, "Oh, one ton swap the fucking world, woo!" And <laughs> like to this day, people still do it. But as like Luke was just going to tell you is like, it's a good axle, but if you're going to spend the time and effort to do all the stuff to make those axles put under the Cherokee, you might as well do the tons. I wasn't going there, but you ain't wrong. Uh, What I I was about to say was that um, like realistically at 2020 plus pricing, six grand is like middle ground. You didn't get ripped off you it's closer to a good buy than a bad buy if the cage was good so like you're kind of in that like just middle ground especially for this time period yeah and if like if the rig worked for you then i would say it's a good buy like that's how on the cusp at least in my opinion it is like my rig is nothing special and i would i probably wouldn't sell it unless it was at least 4500 bucks so what's another 1500 on top of that for something on 37s with 44s that's just pretty cost to 37s that's what i mean you know like so like that's a pretty good deal if you ask me yeah and it i mean it had some cool stuff on it like it had the i think it's iron man um like the shackle relocation boxes and like their their adjustable shackle um and then it had it had a long arm kit on the front um a PSC like big bore steering box. Uh, okay, you're starting. Yeah. To, you're definitely making. Yeah, I mean, but, a lot between all that stuff, you <laughs> couldn't build that same rig for that that price. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. like a good buy at this point. Yeah, and I, I had asked because I like like I said I, I didn't know anything about this stuff, so I had sent it to Hayes and Mike, and they both kind of gave me that same opinion of like it's not like a screaming deal, but you also can't really go wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so. any, anything's better than our friend Sean when he bought his original blue XJ oh, thing. That poor blue. That thing. like <laughs> he got a good deal ish. Like it was just it was the, the it was the epitome. It was a ticking time why bomb. You don't, it was like yeah, buying was, a bomb. It's gonna yeah. die completely <laughs> at some point, and it it did that. It did. But it from like, like my no, so like no, the whole everything. thing was just janky the, the mount everything that had a mount with the mount was janky as fuck it had coils in the rear on a four link system but it was kind of funky like it's just the epitome of and again i'm not shitting on sean sean you know i, I appreciate whatever but like it's the epitome of what graham was just saying where it's like don't buy somebody else's junk even though it looks like it could be decent you're gonna be swapping the whole thing over and then he made the same mistake and bought another project and then it was just a whole mess, but luckily he had Graham. <laughs> I will say that this rendition is fucking awesome comparatively. Because of this Graham. one yes. is better because the body, while it needed a lot of modification to get to where it's at, was actually like a good starting platform. Had the person who bought it after the original owner didn't hadn't made all those goofy ass mounts and just messed it all up it would have just been a you know throw axles under it and have a good time sort of deal uh and it really that's that's where it's at his problems are stemming from the at this point like not the suspension it's the the front axle has been giving him problems that's from that original buggy we're talking about that was just a mess uh i have never seen somebody make 
diff covers, like heavy duty quote unquote diff covers, like a kind of like a rough stuff cover, but from scratch. Oh, That's no. what these covers are on these axles. Uh, That's kind of cool. It is, is but cool, it's also yeah. terrifying because I was like, it looks normal, like it looks like a normal diff cover, like a fabricated diff cover you'd buy. And then you take it apart and you see the booger welds on the inside, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> no company would sell this. <laughs> or should, right? Funny. Like, you know, in their right mind would sell this to anybody. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And the so, the like, gear sets are like iffy on those axles. I, you know, when we were initially looking at them, when we were swapping everything over, I was like, well, they're in there and they act like the gear ratio is good. Just run until it blows up and then worry about it. It's not, it can't really. You're just, you can spend the money now when they aren't blown up or just wait till, you know, they've spent themselves. You already have these ones. It's not like it's a 410. It's a 538. Like, good gear set. Just bad execution. What yep. axles is he running it? Uh, uh, 50, 10, 5. Going to a 60 in the front. Now we're okay. working on that. He's yep. on 44s. But, like, so from uh, this conversation, no, no, he's on a fifty ten five oh, or ten two five like system. Beefy forty four. Okay. Yeah. Big overgrown U joint forty four. A big U joint forty four. Yeah, that's what a it is. Way to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> I think the uh, ring gear is just a tad bit bigger too. I think yeah, it's like you a it's bit like bigger or something. It's it's like yeah. what a forty four should have been from the yeah. get go, if you will. But like, it's not quite a sixty. It's they're interesting axles and whatever, and they work relatively well if your goal is 40-inch or smaller DOTs. After that... Yeah, I could say, yeah, I like that. After yeah. that, they start to run into problems. But you're His also problems... dealing with the pumpkin size, too. Sorry to cut you off, but you're dealing with the one-ton pumpkin size, but yep. not the strength of a one-ton, so... Where it would be super cool would be on a street rig, but shaved. Yeah, that yeah. would be fucking dope. Anyways, but um, then you're reducing the amount of fluid. Why would you shave an axle for a street rig? Yeah, I was well, gonna say I'm I think saying. that would be a bad idea. You're losing capacity of fluid, and I think once you it doesn't to get them going down the road, it's got lockouts. Just unlock them hubs and go, mm, boy. I forget. Um, I'm not a one ton boy yet. I forget those things. That's a good point. <laughs> And I'm saying, like, if you wanted to build something where you wanted a cheap set of axles, the goal was more for, like, the street ability side of one tons, because unless you, like, if you keep it on a similar to factory style suspension, you know, long arms, whatever, just not like coilovers with no sway bars, or you put sway bars on it, it would be a really interesting, like, budget 9-inch. Especially if you wanted to get fancy with the welder and the, like, lathe. You could put 35-spline inners into a 50, shave the piss out of it, and then if you unlock the hubs and you just drive it, it would be a good, like, for a street-driven TJ, it would be an interesting yeah. swap. I could get um, that. What's the difference between the 50 and the like a Super Duty axle? Is it the same? So the 50s are a Super Duty axle. Um, yeah. It is a 60 pumpkin with a 9-inch ring gear and 30-spline inners. Otherwise, it is identical to a 99-04-60. to 
but the 60 has the nine and a half or nine and three quarter ring gear with the 35 spline inners, a slightly bigger pinion. And then like otherwise, the parts are the same. I'm running, um, I have Dana 50 unit bearings that I got from Graham that are currently in my axle, in my rig, in the axle at the moment. Um, is, is it ground clearance better because it's a nine inch? No. Okay. Nope. It's literally a Dana 60 pumpkin where they move the pinion down a little bit because of the smaller uh, ring gear. That makes sense. So, not that um, way, though. But back to the ratchet conversation, I, I think to me that's part of the charm of Graham's rig is it looks somewhat ratchet in the parking lot with like tires deflating the lack of headlights but then you actually walk up to it and like sure there's little bits not to be proud of but it's a very well-built rig that just shows up and performs what parts are you proud of huh the kings bitch that's like dude it's the <laughs> coolest thing <laughs> think of anybody <laughs> looking at rig and just like are you at a gas station and somebody has like a semi-clue about off-road rigs they're like damn dude this guy drives this thing down the fucking street like whatever <laughs> and then they walk up to it and they're like oh shit he's got kings though air bumps it's damn. the only thing that like makes it look yeah. like a not pile of garbage well, I meant, like, I don't know if it came across. I said not to be proud of, like, you know, oh, some of the oh. ugly welds in this little yeah, area. Yeah, we don't talk that about other. those at some point. That every rig has hate. them. Yeah, yeah every exactly. every rig's going to have, like, where your welder was just being a bitch that day, and you just freaking booger welded every Yeah. 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 Every, every rig has that for sure. Also, and your, I mean, your sliders, grammar are actually quality. Like, the fitment on them, yeah. great. I don't know if I just roboted my things that are doing a weird thing you okay did. um uh like your fitment granted that was before everything started getting really fucked up but it's your fitment is pretty fucking nice back in the day when that was like clean and like new you did a really good job with it to be fair so there is some things i would say you they should were proud such of that. i mean there's just a lot of like, i spent way too much time on them was what it was it was like a weekend per side and that was like just to get the majority of it done and I, I did it the way I did it because Colin was like, "Oh yeah, just do two by six and then two by four. And two by four is way too big. Uh, you don't need two by fours for kickers. Uh, you end up having to cut a lot of floor out. But it, it, it did end up working out, right? Because it, it just, it's different than a lot of other ones you see. Like I, the whole, just the way it's all laid out, it's more like a, like a." I don't want to say baby boat side, but not really. I don't know. It's just yeah, kind of are. We kind of are. Yeah, it's like a baby boat side. 100% yeah. I'd call it a baby boat side. I mean, other than like the flat bottom boat side, yeah. it's not. Like, that'd be the only difference is like, yeah, you have the in-betweens of the kickers, but I don't know. Like, or also another thing you could say about your rig is like, guess what? You got heated seats in this bitch. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and you got heated and seats. <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah, and at one at some point, once he figures out the whole clock spring thing, he can say that his blinkers still work normally too. <laughs> well, I didn't have blinkers <laughs> before I could say they work. Um, <laughs> but anyways, back to the back to your white Jeep. So you pick <laughs> the thing up. Don't don't tell my girlfriend you have heated seats in your Jeep because she'll make me put those in <laughs> in, the, in the Cherokee. <laughs> they got more expensive too. They didn't used to. I mean, they they were still pricey back then but it was worth it it's still probably worth it but it's like an extra 200 bucks that's what it was like, back then though i thought i thought it was like a 199 
uh, edition because I when I was pricing out seats around the same time. I think I bought my set for like twelve. I think you could. That's like the equivalent seat is probably like. I want to say thirteen or fourteen. Now I could be wrong. Wow. But then again, you, you know, well, you not for him. Run. Not yeah, for him. You, He's runs prime, dude. He gets a no, discount. I got, the, <laughs> I got the PRP uh, premieres. It's the it's not the oh, daily yeah. driver. With it's got the side bolsters because I knew I was going to be doing dumb things with it and wanted to have my seat kind of cushion me. Support, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I'm looking at your rig on Instagram right now. Yeah, those side their sliders are really cool. Yeah, he did, really he did a good job. Nice. It was a mess. Like you, it was a mess to do them. I like how you tied in the like the rear fender tube too. Yeah, it's clean. Oh, like back into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it came out nice. So yeah, Graham, it's not a total piece of shit. Come on, give yourself a little credit. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was something I was impressed with. Like when we went to AOP, like I think I was only like two or three months into rock crawling, but dude, there were some rigs out at AOP during the meet and beat. And I was like, damn, this shit. Like, there was an MJ out there, a gold one. That was like, MJ crawling. Yeah. Dude, his rig Aaron, is right? so nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot work. of attention to detail on that thing. Really Dude, cool rig. Yeah. That, that blew my mind. It's so funny, too, because you've got him and Duan together. And I am not <laughs> taking away from Duan's fab skills because I know he's got some cool shit going on. But it's like, you have this MJ that like pristine, yeah. and then you have this other MJ that has a hole in the hood to fit it, the it's, SRT. It's two entirely different aesthetics, completely, yes. and they're both cool. Like, I don't know, that thing fucks the the little yeah. SRT four. Uh, the only thing that sucks about it is when you're hungover hearing that thing on rev limiter for about 20 minutes no it's your wake up alarm it did wake me up that fucking morning I will say that started it up hit the rev limiter and then I crawled out of the truck (laughs) I was was, was talking to him because he's on a he was on a 44 in that in that rig um and uh yeah so i was i was thinking of keeping the 44 in her mind so i was talking to him mm-hmm. and he's like yeah keep a 410 ring and pinion in it keeps some meat on the pinion and then yep. i think he was running rcvs um he was yeah you have to yeah so that's kind of a testament to like how much stronger the rcvs are the fact that he was keeping those alive i think he's i think he still broke one but um doesn't yeah. surprise me at all i was snapping 44 shafts like left and right yeah well, there's You'll something to be that. said about running a 44 with RCVs and and 40 inch tires and and just yeah. dealing with the the consequences because there are gonna be some consequences like you're pushing the limits of what a RCV is allowed to do and you know the wheel bearings and all the other components there like it's just lighter duty stuff but yeah. way lighter axle and your ground yeah. clearance is considerably better that thing has. There's still this one time, the first time we were at the meet and beat, we went out at night and me and Colin were like kind of hammering up, trying to hammer up this thing and it was just not going. And Chris comes up with his MJ and it was a ground clearance thing and a power thing and just, you know, weight was a factor and both me and Colin have four O Cherokees that are way a shitload. Colin's on 37s and the 44 and, you know, I was, I think I was on, I was on the 40s, yeah, but I had the 
the Crazy. 60. So a little bit less clearance. So probably ended up evening out. But then Chris comes up with the 40s on the 44 with the RCVs and all those all the pieces and a little more power. And the rig's probably a little lighter because there's not a lot to it. Like, it's very oh, it basic bare. looking. I mean, yeah. maybe there's more going on, but it seems like it's just a beat-up MJ with probably bare minimum things to keep. I don't even want to say keep them safe, but, like, I don't think there's even seatbelts <laughs> in the thing. But, um, <laughs> like, just bare minimum. It's It's got to be light as hell. And he just, me and Colin spent a, a solid 15, 20 minutes on it combined, and he just did it in, like, one shot. 20 just seconds. Boom, up. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just realized something. Um, Aaron and Chris are, like, John and Casey. One of them's got a really nice rig that it's meticulous <laughs> amounts of time into it. And then there's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both having fun. It's just one's going to oh, yeah. the one you throw in the dumpster after a season. <laughs> no, nope. Both of those rigs have lived quite a while. But anyways, all right. So you buy you buy this thing. It's on forty fours. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. let's keep on rocking with this story. I'm interested. I'm in. Uh, yeah. Invested. So I, yeah. So I buy it like, and so this is like two days after the Gulch's trip. So I'm I'm just like fully manic, like looking for a rock crawler. Um, stumble upon this one. Drive to Greenwood, South Carolina, which is like an hour away. All back roads. Um, buy this thing at like eleven o'clock at night on like a Tuesday. And um, I didn't have a trailer or like anything to tow it with. So I just drove this thing home, <clears throat> like busted out taillights, like party Fuck lights. Yeah. Going. I couldn't figure out how to turn the fucking party lights off. So like, I'm just like strobing <laughs> all the way home <laughs> and like half doors, like things on 37s. They got like eight PSI, the things covered in mud. Cause like I didn't wash it, which pissed Fuck me off. Yeah. That's a different story. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So like, Park this thing in my driveway, wake up the next morning. I'm just like, dude, what have I done? Like, <laughs> now uh, you're in it. Now I'm in How'd it. How'd the girlfriend take it? <laughs> she's cool, man. Yeah, my my girl's down for whatever. She's she yeah, she's mellow. As long as they're as long as the mortgage is paid and the, the house is warm, she don't care. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so that was so then so then we took it to Gulch's. Had a freaking fantastic trip, like um it's actually funny. So that was the first time I met Shop Kid. <laughs> so Shop Kid, Shop Kid now comes into the story. <laughs> um, so I, I I planned this trip to Gulch's with like Hayes and Mike, and I don't think so. Mike hadn't bought his Forerunner yet. Um, I think he he bought. I think he might have bought it the day that we all went to Gulch's with my rig. Um, so I pull up and Mike calls me. He's like, "Hey, dude, I'm not gonna make it, but my buddy Shop Kid's there." And I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck's a Shop Kid?" <laughs> and he's like, the you're about ultimate. To find yeah, the ultimate. He's like, you're about to find out. And then he just hangs up. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so I get there and there's this freaking dude. He looks like he's in the Beatles and he's just like sitting next to this crazy ass swamp donkey rig. And I'm just like, what is this? He's pounding twisted tees. <laughs> and dude, uh, he's funny as fuck. Dude, my first a man. <laughs> my first impression of him was what fucking swamp did he crawl out of? Yep. And I bet you that if you're fucking looking for weed, this dude's got the best shit that you're ever going to smoke. 
Dude, allegedly, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say nothing either. But tell me that that is not the most fitting vibe ever. 100%. 100%. So I didn't know who ShopKid was until um, the Web Wheelers Ball, and my introduction to him was being plastered, flopping my, not flopping, but almost flopping my rig with Cody driving it. And then getting Graham onto his side, and then Shopkid just slots in and blows his shit up on that same obstacle. Dude, he spent that rig spent every single night in the woods at a different location during the Web Wheelers Ball. He blew uh, it up every night at a different spot, fixed it every night, which is even more. The closer. fact that it kept coming back the next day, though, that's it's so good. Oh, he didn't quit. Nah, All right, sorry. I didn't mean to go. So what the fuck yeah. is a shop kid? Yes, yeah, so a shop kid's the man. So he he works with Mike. Mike's uh I don't I think he's like the manager. I don't know who the hell would give Mike a manager position, but they did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of of Race City Steel. Um and Shop Kid, I think he just works with them. I think he works under Mike. Um they just, you know, like Shop Kid's been under rock crawlers for a while and he just happened to get a job at, at Race City and um him and mike are just good buddies so yeah so that was the first day i met him and he was kind of i've never driven a rock crawler like this was the first time i was even driving one besides the, my freaking hardy strobe light mission from greenwood um <laughs> so i so he was like yeah man like i'll I'll show you the park and um i'll kind of show you how to not like flip that thing over i was like cool so i just start following him and i was bummed i was like dude this thing feels like it's gonna do a kickflip like so shitty like i'm used to like you know ifs long travel like properly coil over and damped like you know like you can you can go pretty fast over some big bumps in those kind of in those kind of rigs and uh that was not the case with the the 44s and the metal cloak front suspension and um no no it was very different all over the place and i was like what have i bought um, but <laughs> so I was like, I think, dude, I almost flipped it like the first 20 seconds of us being at Gulch's, like two tires in the air, like super sketchy. Um, but after that, I, Connor kind of gave me some good tips and, um, yeah, it was, we had a great day out of Gulch's the first time I was wheeling it, didn't break anything. And, you know, I was pretty happy with it at that point. Um, and I think later that day, Mike actually pulled up with his blue, Forerunner. That was the first day that he bought that, um, and he had some issues on the way back with that thing too. I think actually with Hayes's tow rig, um, not even with the Forerunner. But yeah, so he pulls up in that, and it's like, dude, our crazy plan has come to fruition. All the boys have rigs now, <laughs> so that was that was super sick. And then I think the next trip, if I remember right, was yeah so we did gulches yeah and then we went to winrock and that's vietnam that i think y'all had talked about with hayes and mike already um, <laughs> where we spent nine hours on one trail in the pouring rain and uh it mike mike's ring and pinion blows up i'm driving down the main strip at winrock and my back tire just goes into the woods and i just leave like a 20 foot hole in the gravel from from my back tire that was a terrible trip and, uh, that doesn't sound like fun, dude. It well, I mean, it was pretty fun, but <laughs> like it wasn't, but it was like in hindsight, type two fun. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Vietnam happened, and then I was kind of, I was a little defeated. I was like, dude, this thing just, like, sheared all six lugs off the back of it. That's pretty scary. Like, fuck. <laughs> so it, 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 it turned out that the, I guess the Waggies, for some reason, they can get away with running, like, a really, really small wheel stud in the back. Um, yeah, they run, like, a half 20. Yeah, and it's, yeah, like, real shallow. Yeah, uh -huh. it's because it's on a steel stamp wheel, because so it doesn't yep. need much. Yep. Yeah, but this so this this rig had like some cheesy, you know, seventeen inch alloys that had like a super mm -hmm. deep dip. Of course, the lug nuts weren't the right like conical shape or whatever. Um, Classic. <laughs> yeah, so the thing just deletes itself into the woods at two in the morning in the rain. Um, <laughs> that was sick. But <laughs> so then, like me and Mike are like, "Oh, dude, what have we done?" Like, we spent all of our money buying these things, and now we got to fix them, and they're still they're still probably <laughs> shit boxes. And then, then I think we go to Harlan and like Harlan, I think, I think Mike had a really, really good run at Harlan the whole time. This whole time, Hayes is wise. Jays is eating, not giving a fuck. Um, but yeah, I think Mike had a good trip at, at Harlan. And then I, I think I broke a front axle in the, on the 44. And that was the first time I started breaking axles. Cause I started getting like a little more confident. Yeah. You start getting uh, the false confidence. I call it. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just using more skinny pedal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I spent that whole trip like run. We call it the Har Harlan runaround. Um, so if y'all ever in Harlan and you break an axle or you need some parts for for your axles, you got to go to Little Chris. So there's a guy named Little Chris, and uh, him and his dad have this massive junkyard, and they probably have like 500 different axle sets just like sitting in this in this ambulance they have like these like all these old ambulances like lined up um and they have all these like organized axles like in the ambulances in harlan um <laughs> so yeah so i i got the kentucky run around spent five hours finally ended up at little chris's got an axle put the axle back in and then broke the other side that next morning and I was like, damn, this oh sucks. My God. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so I was like, damn, dude, like rock crawling kind of sucks again. <laughs> and then uh so then I, I what happened? So then I put I put chrome chromoly shafts and I weld the um because I think what was happening with those was the the U-joint caps weren't welded to the flanges. Um so the the caps would back out and then you know it'd eat out the the flanges on the axles um mm -hmm. but i got chromo shafts and then i welded the caps in and then i think i made it through a good trip after that i don't remember what it was but then and then we went to the uh i think it was a meet and beat and uh no it wasn't not meet and beat yet um <clears throat> i don't know we went somewhere and i broke another actual shaft and i was like all right dude like what are my options and then that's when hayes and mike started kind of talking about tons and like explaining what one tons were to me Mm -hmm. Um, and I was kind of noticing like everybody was running like way bigger axles than I had on 37s and 40s under their Cherokees. So I started kind of getting that idea in my head, like, all right, maybe like, you know, in a season or two, I'll, I'll throw some one tons under this thing. Um, so then we went to, so, okay. So then I was like, all right, before I do that, I need to cage this thing. Cause I, I'd already had a couple times where I was like really close to flipping it. Um, and the cage that was in the thing was super sketchy. It was like inch and a quarter, ninety. Oh god! Yeah, like like welded seam. And then the craziest part was like the dude had made the thing 
in like three different pieces like vertically right so he had like six inches so i guess going from like the bottom of the cherokee to the top of it he had like six inches where his like a b and c pillar met the body and then that was one piece and then on top of that he had about 20 inches where he welded like just like seam welded like a 20 inch stick to the top of that <laughs> and then he somehow got around to making like all the bends and everything on like that third level that was like the other i don't know 15 or 20 inches of the top of the cage if that i don't know if that made any sense the way i just explained that so his cage, vert the vertical like support bars were multi-piece like welded together yeah yeah so every that's every... fucking terrifying <laughs> so the a pillar was six different pieces <laughs> holy like, shit yeah dude and i didn't know any of this because he like he must have been like the world's best like weld grinder because like it was smooth <laughs> like he probably put some bondo in the weld or something i don't know but like oh my when I, when I finally cut that thing out i was like oh my god dude thank god we didn't roll this thing because i'm of the opinion like a shitty cage is actually worse like uh -huh. <laughs> you're just gonna hit your head on some pieces of metal instead of like sheet metal <laughs> yeah but, um so I ended up I ended up getting like a welder.com cage. Um so I, I was following Brop and Brandon and I saw that his he had a weldered cage and it seemed like he was happy with this. So I, I went went ahead and ordered one. I liked the way that, that guy like did all this triangula triangulation and stuff. Um so I caged it up and then thankfully I caged it up because then that was the meat and beat where I rolled it on flat ground at the drags. Oh um, my god. I didn't even. I forgot. I forgot that you rolled it on flat ground. I wasn't there, so I. Um, but I remember hearing the story. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was another like me thinking I'm in a pre runner and can like slide the thing, and it just not. It just went right over. It just didn't <laughs> do what I told it to. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was a pretty good trip. Besides all that, and then, I think Mike. I think I think at the meet and beat, Mike blew up his front end and then he was like all right dude it's time to like one swap these th or, or ton swap these things i was like all right cool so then i bought some super duty axles i had shop kid cut all the crap off the front of the 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 steer axle um i cut all the casting and stuff just because i was reading that that was like a complete pain in the butt and i was i was kind of busy with work at the time so and he said he had done it before so i, I just dropped the axle off with him he did that and then um yeah so then i did like a barnes truss uh, TMR high steer, just kind of like copy and paste, you know, your typical yep. super duty build. Um, and yeah, dude, the thing's been great since that. Like, I haven't broken an axle. Um, been chasing some power steering problems, but besides that, yeah, it's been yeah. super good. Welcome to rock crawlers. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, you're gonna you're gonna have that from time to time, and then once you finally get it, you'll be happy with it for like three years, and then maybe less maybe more i don't know but after that full hydro just becomes oh, an yeah. inevitability <laughs> yeah it's it's been knocking on my door <laughs> but uh, um i feel that yeah so yeah yeah i love been loving the super duty axles um yeah so then I, that's just kind of how we finished out the season um with the cage and with the super duty axles and then just kind of how it was when i bought it um so that kind of brings us up to where we're at now. Um, yeah, it so seemed I, like it was partying at the Web Wheelers Ball. Huh. Yeah, it was partying it was, backwards. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. Yes, we, we can we can talk about that then because we're there. Yeah. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, that was dude, a. So sorry. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah, so we're all at Keyhole, and um, so all these. It's funny, like all these trips. Like Hayes would just text me, and be like, "Hey, drive here next weekend." I'd be like, "All right, cool." <laughs> like I didn't do any research, didn't know where we were going. Like I didn't know who any of you guys were. And he, I was like, Hayes was oh, good. Like, that yeah. makes me feel better about not knowing who you guys were. So I'm totally okay. I'm, I'm happy because when you guys first rolled up, they were like, oh, those are the Runs Prime guys. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And they were telling me, they're like, it's like Blue Collar and the Waltz Crawlers. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. That's cool. <laughs> like, they all got He's like, look like mine. So that's sick. <laughs> and then you um, found out very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, how much of a piece of shit mine was. <laughs> uh, that was still one of the smoothest exits from Keyhole. Not yours, but uh, yeah. Your exit from Keyhole was a little bit less than that. What happened? You blew the uh, rear drive shaft out of it because it was a stock Cherokee shaft? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I was running just like the stock um, slip yoke which is a huge mistake. And I was, I was chasing like axle wrap problems pretty much the whole season, needless to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, before, so like before we all jumped in the rigs and went to Keyhole, I kind of looked at, at, at my back tire and I was like, my back tire is really wet. Like, that's kind of weird. Like we hadn't really been through any mud today. I didn't really think much of it. And then we go over to Keyhole and yeah, the, the rear drive shaft falls out and I start going backwards and I hit the brakes and nothing's there. Oh, and I was man, like, that's terrifying. Like, oh shit. So so then my dumbass, I put both of my feet in, which is like something they teach you. Like if you're doing like autocross or like track days and you're driving like a manual car, you put both your feet in. So like you, you put and that's obviously the clutch and the brake. But I my Cherokee's an auto. <laughs> so I put hmm. both feet in and I hit the gas and the brake. <laughs> so then i launch backwards and then i realize what i'm doing so then i just lay on the brake and dude thank god i hit the only like stump in the entire place Mm -hmm. because i looked back behind keyhole it just goes on it's a hill it just goes off feel dude that would have been that would have been a wild fucking ride that really yeah that would have been like put that thing into first and uh hope or reverse and do a j turn like i don't even know what like yeah, it, it would have been sketchy though. That would have been a hell of a ride. Yeah, Whew. in the moment, that would have been a. It's it's anybody's guess as to how how you would have reacted. I guess. Uh, well, you yeah, also yeah. would have plowed Gib- into. Uh, I think Billy was behind you at that point. I thought it was Gibson. I thought Gibson was in that direction. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know if Gibson had showed up I, at that point yet. It was pretty was clear. Like, there wasn't really any. There wasn't any rig or anything in your way. It was just no. straight hill. Whether there was yeah. a person there, I don't know. But uh, yeah, they got legs. They can move on their own. You just run ninety degrees <laughs> of whichever direction and be fine. <laughs> yeah, but, ninety degrees. Yeah, yeah. From well, from the object coming at you, you just go ninety degrees. You know, that's what they. That is like that tactics. Is a rule of thumb. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Learned that from dirt bikes. <laughs> But uh, but, but yeah, that geez, man. I mean, that would have, especially if you had rolled, there would have been nothing. It would have just kept going and yeah, going oh my God, and going. It would have been a mess. <laughs> I think I I would I would like to think that I eventually would have like had some sense about me and like not been hitting the gas and the brake at the same time, and then also maybe put it in drive because I still had the front drive shaft. So like that that would have 
you know, it might have just broken the front shaft, thrown it in drive, but since I was on grass, it probably would have slowed it down. Um, yeah, it would have started spinning, hopefully. Yeah, but thankfully there was a tree. I hit the only tree that slowed yeah. me down, but... <laughs> yeah, and then I queued up right after you. Then I gave you some terrible advice on how to drive. <laughs> uh, was it that night? Yeah. I thought yeah, that yeah. was... Oh, 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 yeah. Remember the guy in the Ibex-style buggy went the hero line with no training fluid and like was like revving the piss out of the thing. That was the same night. Oh, so I showed up. That was the night that we showed up late then. Cause yes. I wasn't there yes. for that. Yeah. We showed I was up there after for the... him having the drive shaft problem. We pulled up to that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we were literally pulling up as he was having the meltdown. Not phys- like not, like not a mental meltdown, but oh, like dude, a vehicle meltdown. meltdown as well. <laughs> uh, I would have shit my pants if that was me. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. That, that definitely that definitely would have gotten me going for sure. But uh, but yeah, that was I don't know that weekend in general was just like I don't know we we've talked about it plenty of times, but it really was just a really cool conglomeration of just some really sick group of friends all meeting yeah. up at one spot and having a hell of a time. It was awesome. Yeah, it really was, and like um. Like us, I think the only trail I really did was Cripple Creek, which kind of sucks because I, I was watching Ultimate Adventure and there seems like there's some really cool stuff. Oh, there, there are some awesome fucking trails there. Yeah. Um, Sadly, we can't go back. <laughs> we can't bring an event back, but that doesn't mean that we can't go back. Accidentally yeah, that, all show up on the same weekend. That's, <laughs> so that's the thing I'm concerned about is like if we go back, we're not, it's not like we're not going to mention it on the podcast. And yeah. like, what's stopping it from turning? Like, I guess okay, we just don't put a banner up on like you know in front of our cabin. We don't tell them that hey, we invited a bunch of people. Like, I guess we could probably get away with it. But also, uh, there's no night wheeling now. It's not the same place it's that not, it was. It's not worth it. Yeah. No. Like we can't night wheel at all. Like it's is it twelve or is it when 11. it's dark? So like I mean okay, we could get a few hours in and it'll keep us out of a little bit of trouble, but. And, like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool, but I could definitely see us having an issue again if we go. That, the yeah, fact that, that would, like people are gonna want to come and hang out with us, so yeah, we'll that would have to be like a invite five people and show back up very quietly and just be the yeah. quiet group in the corner. That's lame, uh, that is lame, but is what Not it lame. is. You're talking Not about very- good evening. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I don't know is, about that. How far is it from you? Twelve. Twelve hours on the dot. Oh damn, yeah. That's yeah, see it's half that for us. It's like six. It's, it's like, eighteen to AOP. For for y'all? Uh-huh. For, uh, well for me and Graham. For Luke it's uh and sub Richie. two hours. Yeah, and Richie. Uh depending on traffic and depending on weather and all that other fun shit. Um Fastest I've made it there is an hour and fifteen minutes, and because of the time change, I had to leave my house fifteen minutes before I wanted to get there. Yeah, that's a W. <laughs> I, I wish. It's hilarious. I live um, in Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. So I'm like, like I said, if there's no traffic, I'm an hour and fifteen from AOP. If there's traffic, it's an hour and thirty to an hour and forty. What about Winrock? How far are you from? Winrock. Hour and 30. He's oh, never sick. been. What? He's never been. Yeah. And we'll never go. Please what? tell Shop Kid to give him the tour because he needs it. Oh, dude, we're going. 
<laughs> yeah, I've already gotten my shit kicked in by Logan and all of that. <laughs> We're going to Windrock at some point this year. It might be Logan's shakedown, but it is definitely happening. That sounds like a hell of a place for a shakedown, though. That's a big property to have have the false yeah. confidence of four trails going That's really well. Southern Wheeling, you break your things about ten miles away from camp, and you have to drag <laughs> yeah, it out I, somehow. That's just I just like Southern AOP. Wheeling. AOP is cool because you, you don't have there. to do that. Yeah, you got to mix it up though, Luke. All you do is go to AOP. Dude, I'm Rock, okay with that. Rock's probably my like one of my favorite places on the planet. Cause we're like we do we race mountain bikes too, and they have yeah. like some of the best mountain bike racing. And um, uh, best dude, it's just worlds. like it's I'm signed up there. for a shooting competition at Windrock, so nice. <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> I ever do won the lottery, I would definitely open a place like Windrock. Like right. obviously, <laughs> there's probably so many logistics that are actually involved in me saying that statement, but just having like availability for like rally racing downhill mountain biking i'm pretty sure there isn't there a motocross track there as well like yep like having just you know it's like woodward but for motorized vehicles (laughs) like that is what and that's fucking badass i think that'd be really cool to but obviously i'm poor so that'll never happen but if i ever say i'm opening up a property you know what we know i won the lottery (laughs) um Uh, so park that Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it. We're that's I'm coining it already. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um for the meet and beat though, Jordan, I definitely have to let you take my rig for a rip up the yeah. green trails just to see what your reaction is if you like driving stuff fast, because it's actually like somewhat pleasant to drive fast it's yeah, uh that's sick i honestly though luke if you put anti-rocks on that thing it would be planted as fuck like it would yeah. go fast like it's already good the way it is but there is a decent bit of body sway that you get just from the suspension you know doing its normal things yeah, which is great well, for rock crawling but if you put a nice set of anti-rocks on that i bet you could actually do some damage going quick with that oh yeah Oh, fuck yeah. The plans are in the works, but well, I'm just not expensive. No, what I want to do is going to be a little bit of a motherfucker. Are they 700 now? I thought they were cheaper think, than yeah. that. I was looking at Damn. them yesterday. I think they're about seven. But there's, yeah. Luke, so what do you so, think? What do you, what do you contribute to allowing your rig to not feel like it's going to do a kickflip? Um... Oh, there's a oh my god, a that's, lot a, that's a loaded question. That. Um, that is a loaded fucking question. Oh. I built the suspension to do what I wanted it to do. Um, part of the rig's future in life is I have to lower it to get the suspension to really be where I want it to be. Because when I built it, it was supposed to sit two inches lower than it does. Um, Oil over things. Quick question though, Jordan. Have you dabbled in like suspension geometry yet for three link and four link specific? So not like not anything custom. Um, okay. I just that that would that would give you your answer entirely is like yeah. get, diving into that even if it's just touching your like tipping your toe into the water, or even if you picked up like one of the old school four link drag racing books, like having that yeah. understanding, like you 
again, Luke could nerd out and tell you every ounce of exactly what he did for his suspension. Honestly, and it works. But I would tell you before you do any like digging onto forums is is to listen to the Mike Katrini podcast. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that's actually a fucking phenomenal option. Yep, it's um, a long one, but it's loaded with a bunch really? of suspension. Uh, just absolutely just gold tech filled. Um, yeah, I'll dig into that. I suppose I just Katrini. Katrini. Yeah. Katrini. Uh, so episode one twenty four for the boys. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's probably right before I started listening. Yeah, I'll have to dig into that one. It's a good one. So, Wait, hold on. We're on IMDb? What in the what? fuck? <laughs> Bro, what, this episode is literally on because I googled it to figure out what episode it is, and it's literally the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, all episodes, Building a Better Buggy with Mike Catrini. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's wild. Well, yeah, dude, we got to put headshots in now. We're on IMDb, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what, what is the- IMDb? It's like, it's like a um, movie thing. Yeah. Bro, What the- we actually have like a page. Did somebody do this? No, we have like a full page. Like, there's a thing where it says photos, storyline, timelines, user reviews, top picks. We can write our we can write our plot, bro. Hell we, yeah! What the fuck? Look at this. This is crazy. I just sorry to cut you off, Jordan. I know, but oh, I apologize. This, <laughs> I was never expecting this. This is very interesting. It's only got 119 episodes, though. Yeah, but still, maximum effort episode 30. Oh, I wonder if it's because it doesn't like certain episodes. No. Can we can we delete episode forty? I don't like episode forty. Which one's episode forty? <laughs> I'm going no. episode 40. <laughs> Why can't we? Come on, let me delete it. Get the <laughs> remove it from this planet. <laughs> no, it has to stay. They all have to stay. Fine. How many, like, how many? How many people are listening usually per episode? Uh, it all depends. It really yeah. Varies. It it, it varies cool. anywhere from like five hundred to fifteen hundred. That's yeah. pretty cool. We're also on Pod News, bro. What the fuck? That one Who? doesn't surprise me because it's RSS feed related. We're also on a Chinese website, but I'm not clicking that link. Yeah, I ain't clicking that link either. We're um, on five stars on Pod News, though. That's a W. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, anyways, back to your question. The majority yeah. of it comes down to when I sat down to build my rig. I was like, I don't cut. I don't give a fuck what I have to cut out in the floor to get everything how I want it to be. And it was just like, I saw the numbers that worked in ultra four cars. I looked at what I had to cut and I was like, all right, well, I know that this is the stuff I want, but I also realized that I don't have an ultra four car. So this is some of the rock crawling blended in and like, it ended up being a very nice general purpose suspension. Um, it goes fast well, it crawls well, but it's not really like a master of anything. It just kind of does everything okay or good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely have to drive it. I think um, I think mine, it, like, the front end just feels so soft. Like, I have those metal cloak, um, like, dual rate springs. I, yeah, they must they must only have like a ninety a ninety pound per inch rate to them because they just like, dude, I can bottom it like bottom it out on speed bumps. 
All right, um, so we're going to get into something that you probably know more than I do about, but what kind of shocks are you running on the front of that's it? That's another thing. The, those stock ones that came on that metal clip kit probably back in like 2012. <laughs> so uh, I definitely need to put like some proper dampers on it, but it's like, do I just go full coil over or do I like, you know, spend three, 400 bucks on some, some uh, tunable dampers? I don't know. I'm running, I think that would go a long way though. To be honest with you, I'm running Bilstein F250 shocks because I was looking for the dampening and the back of a 2004 F250 was pretty close to what I wanted for dampening and it was like a half inch longer than I wanted. So I was just kind of like, oh, well, this works and they're just Bilstein 5100s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, if you think about it, they're you're just looking for dampening. So, like, the they had what I wanted, and they were the right length. I had to knock some bolts out, or knock the uh, eye bolt hole out and replace the sleeve to go up to a half inch. But, like, whatever. Yeah. They were, like, 90 bucks a piece. You can't beat that. Nope. And then I run a 180-pound uh spring rate clayton coil up front yeah see i'll i'll have to get that the part number off that coil from you um because your rig doesn't sit up too tall but that's probably double the spring rate that that i have right now um so i think that would probably go a long way i did i i did mess with the the track bar quite a bit too um i i just like i i made it as long as i could and then i i put it on the same plane as the uh what's that the drag the drag link drag link yeah drag link i'm still learning all the names of the bars but <laughs> um and like just driving that down the street like two days ago that made a huge difference like it had pretty bad bump steer before um yep. and just doing that like just kind of going over my my speed bumps in my neighborhood that made a big difference um and then i replaced all the uh the worn out johnny joints with just heim joints too and that that did huge too so um, yeah, you'll you'll get that. I like Johnny joints for their rebuildability, but when they're at the end of their life, they are not very uh, nice. Yeah, but it, these these probably had like I don't know a quarter inch of, of playing them, like, and there was like three or four of them that were bad. So, yeah, that ain't helping nothing. No, just that alone is probably going to be huge. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a couple, or that's a little bit of caster. That's like what half a degree of constantly shifting, and then you add the upper end. So you're probably changing your caster around like maybe a degree, degree and a half. Yeah, I'm about to turn this dude into a copy pasta. Y'all should see this thing. <laughs> Somebody oh, left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kind of went off on a tangent. Uh, uh, for some reason, there's a lot of web pages that have our podcast stuff on it. And there's a uh, a review that I find absolutely hilarious, but uh, I'll post it into here so you guys can see it. But I'm I'll, just going to read it out loud. I'll, re I'll read it. So, Mud Raider, the guest is an extremely knowledgeable driver slash builder. The host, only two were there for episode 64, are half good. The older one was great listening <laughs> to his working knowledge, and the younger one sounded like a teenager who just moved out from his mother's apron, cursing unnecessarily <laughs> and worrying yeah. about bouncing off the limiter as an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be one of y'all's friends fucking with you, right? Who's he calling <laughs> the old one? 
Who's the old one? No, dude, but the, he gave us five stars regardless. So it's episode it. sixty-four. So now I have to go and figure out what. Who's the, the old one? Who's was. the young one? <laughs> oh my god! You know what this is? This is me and Richie's bullshit episode from one <laughs> year when you guys went to uh fucking not Hollywood uh Kentucky. Episode six. It, it, only two of the. That's g- the one he chose to review. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What a guy. <laughs> the two well, not good guests. <laughs> well, Mr. Mud Raider. Um, I hope you're still listening and we've gotten better because you literally chose. I'm sorry, Jordan, to pull away from oh, I know this good, is your episode here. Well, holy shit. That is the, episode. Oh my god, that is the f- is that actually it? Is did we look it's it up? It's gotta be. Only two of you? Yeah. Oh my 62 god. Sixty two is it's probably sixty two and a half. Uh no, sixty four is Nick LeBlanc's first episode. Mm. This one says. Were there only dead. was there only two of us there? This one says. Oh yeah, no, the hundred. No, so there was three. There was me. No, you just. Oh, but Richie doesn't talk, so we probably wasn't thinking about it. Luke, he was probably ragged on Luke. Yeah. What do you no, mean? Yeah, he was ragging on, on me. I was gonna say he I'm was ragging on Cody. I was probably I, the older one in that. Unless Nick LeBlanc was the older one. <laughs> oh my gosh, the world may never know. We're all fucked up now. If only uh, he knew right. our names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Sorry to pull us away from that. I just saw that. Oh, that's I have that's, to that's share this. Review. I, feel like y'all should have a, stars. I feel like y'all should have a sponsor by now. Does anybody have show up or not? Uh, maybe one day, maybe one day, and there might be some stuff in the works. We don't know. No, we honestly, we just haven't. If we started cold emailing people, I'm sure that we could probably get yeah. something rocket and rolling. We've had but a few. That ain't how we roll. Uh, at least yeah. that's not how I want us to roll. It's not a. It's. It... Yeah, I don't think it, it's not there. worth it. For... <laughs> yeah, I mean, so listen, it's like my <laughs> intro. Okay, um, <laughs> it's just not. I don't know. It's it's not something we do because we want to get in with about in reality i think we we want to make sure that we can offer something to a company before we ask for something in return i think that's like the biggest thing on my end is like if they they listen and they think that we have something to offer them then go for it reach out but otherwise like more organic yeah yeah it's not a we're not trying to make money off of this we don't make any money off of this. <laughs> this is purely yeah. for our enjoyment and entertainment and uh, sometimes suffering. We enjoy that. <laughs> Indeed. And, like, I don't know. The sponsor stuff is just kind of something that we haven't really done yet. I and it know. also backs us into a corner. Like, if we start like reaching out and really wanting people to start sending us money then it, it adjusts how we may word certain things it may adjust how we talk and like there's just a few different outcomes that may come from it and like again we feel that if somebody reaches out to us we don't have to conform to what they want you know what i mean like if they're reaching out they know what we're putting out there they're listening to what we're putting out there and if they're not comfortable with attaching their name to us then don't they wouldn't email us um, and I think that's another portion of it for sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because we've we've ran the gamut on uh, every type of person, and hell, the hosts have had different moods. So, like, 
you know. <laughs> yeah, you I'll never know what you're going to get week to week. You're oh, the, maybe it'll be a good episode, like with well put yeah. together guests and like awesome, like this one, like this content. one. Where you you fucking had a phenomenal, absolutely beautiful story that Great people story are just, and just yes. listen, like. And then some of them is like two weeks ago where we just talked. And I, some people love those episodes, but yeah. a company is going to want consistency without a doubt. If they're no. going to have their name, you know, consistency so? is what we come back every week. It's we're human. We're not yeah, going to be the same true. every week. All right. We'll just right? give them dead air. You're right. We'll just give them dead air. And then every 20 minutes, <laughs> it'll be a 30 second. We'll just give them a raccoon episode. <laughs> and that's the one that they get sponsored on or they get their their branding or their advertisement on or whatever listen no no we, we just can uh, probably get a possum though we absolutely <laughs> can get a possum <laughs> there's no doubt <laughs> oh that could be a fun one we could have uh mommy dan on and have her spit raccoon bags oh my god okay if they listen, i am so sorry jesus christ i might i might actually i don't, I don't even know that one. That no suck. no no you said it you're too sick to edit no i'm not <laughs> jesus christ uh this man's only not... day quill don't let him fool you <laughs> Anyways, back to Anyways. the uh, suspension di- discussion because I like I that. I have a question. Uh, you were speaking about having some uh, axle wrap issues, but then I also heard from last week's episode that you stretched out the rear of your rig to a, like abominable lengths. Please tell me, please, <laughs> that you have an anti wrap bar now. Yeah, I do. So I got okay. the, uh, the okay. one from Barnes. Yeah. But yeah, so I, so what do you guys know off the top of your head the wheelbase of a stock XJ? It's like 101, 101. something. 101. The mine's at 113 now. So I got I got a foot out of it. Um, Damn. That's a good yeah. wheelbase. Yeah, that's a really happy wheelbase. Yeah, I'm hoping it makes a big difference. I think it will. It will. It will. Um, I did the the rough stuff mounts and then I I reversed the leaf springs, which is questionable, but I think with the anti rat bar it'll be all right. Um, and then I, and then I, and then I, by fire. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be um, fine, but you, you could, already like, have it done. So like, yeah, I'm not going to shit on you too much, but I've bent Lee Springs with traction bar, having them not flipped. And I only hear bad things about flipping leaves and bending them, yeah, but yeah, your mileage yeah. may vary <laughs> depending on the weight of your rig in the rear and, how oh, dumb hard. you are yeah and uh, and you know that answer is probably very dumb but uh it is <laughs> well, what it I suck, is I, I suck at driving so i gotta make up with it with throttle so <laughs> yeah, yeah you well, haven't even left the false confidence stage yet <laughs> well you, it'll it'll be fine until it's not it's just lee springs you only have to do four brackets for them that's the beauty of them yeah well uh, so. scenario he could always do like if you absolutely hate it i think you could just do the s10 main leaf and that'll give you i think it's eight right uh the s10 main know. is three and a half Three and a half. Then, if he has the yeah. flipping, is purchased. the best way to get a lot of trap. I mean, we saw that or, um, stretch, but yeah. it comes at the cost of compromising the leaf spring a little bit because it's yep. just not the right direction. And um, then the next options after that are Ford fifty fours are like an eight inch stretch, um, 
as or not eight inch. I think they're like seven and a half inches. Add in your perches, and you're sitting around eight. So you just know that off the top of your head. He's autistic, um, of course he does. I'm autistic, <laughs> and I have been wheeling for the last what is it, 2024? I got my driver's license in 2012, and I've owned Cherokee or 2012. 2012. Wow. That's the yeah. future, dude. Uh, 2012. Um, 2012. <laughs> I, as I said, I'm autistic. Um, so, yeah, no, I've just been around it forever. And, like, when I first got into it, the forms were massive. And I'm like an information sponge. So I just kind of absorbed all of that information. And here now we, we are. Just, you know, it's outdated at this point, but. He can still recite it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, leaf he springs are for person. poor people. And so they don't go out of style <laughs> or change. Well, They're all I, the there, same. The reason I did it was because so I, I saw the, the Rotten Brandon put out a video of his just like a walk around on his rig. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a soup. The way I did it, it's a super, super similar setup. Okay. Um, and I figured his works. You know, so yeah, that's what I figured. So I was like, we'll see. And you know, I, I didn't realize he had like, flipped leafs though. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no yeah. shit. Well, that's why his shit's so stretched out. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I and you know, so I, I I limit strapped it and I bumped it properly so like nothing's like overarching or like going into like a W. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see if it lasts. If it doesn't, then that just gives me more of an excuse to link it, which it needs to yep. happen anyways. So links say are that, cool. but if you set up a leaf spring setup right and you're poor, you won't you won't feel the immediate need. But, yeah, yeah, I will say yeah. that um, at the rate, from what I hear, at the rate you've been working on shit, it, it'll probably be linked next year if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, hey, Luke, Luke, I'm. I gotta take the uh, the one ton swap crown, dude. I did it. I did mine in two weeks. Okay, I'll give it to you. Well, hold on. <laughs> Is it geared and trust? No, it wasn't geared. It was trust, but it wasn't geared. And I think gearing's probably. I think I did gears in like a day and a half, but that was an absolute pain. Gears don't add a ton of like days but it is yet yeah, it's a whole day if you're gonna do it usually or if you yeah. want to make sure it's like dead nuts on dude i'm not gonna lie on the front i just um so i did a spool on the front because it was cheap um shimmed it and then i just blasted the old the old pinion out of there through the, the new pinion in didn't change any of the bearings or the crush sleeve or anything and just uh torqued her down so we'll see how that does Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add other than that. It's a, I mean, it's a science experiment. Mine has, it always is. I think mine has a crush sleeve eliminator in the front. I can't remember that's at this the, point. That seems like it was the move. Yeah. Um, all I know is that I have beat those gears like they're redheaded stepchildren and... Jeremy Downs, hey, I don't Jordan's know. Jordan's redhead. All right, you be nice about them redheads, okay? <laughs> but is she a stepchild? <laughs> yeah, I'm is a stepchild. stepchild? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. So then, perfect. Um, <laughs> but they're going on like four years of my foot, so I've got no complaints. Jeremy Downs did a fucking fantastic job on them. And I'm just welded in the rear with the Spartan up front with 538s, and that thing gets down. Nice. Yeah, I just welded the back of this. Dude, the Sterling spools are so expensive. They're like 500 bucks. 
Yeah. They, what? Yep. They it's used crazy. to be... Well, that's because they're new. They didn't used to be a thing. When I first started building wontons, they weren't a thing. They were like one-off custom machined for sled pulling rigs and shit like that, running like Dutchman shafts that were custom made, and it was all this big to do. You couldn't like just get a spool. It was a massive process and getting one custom built. Now they're more common, but they're still expensive. Yeah, because I think a spool for the the fourteen bolts like one hundred eighty bucks, something like that. Yeah, so you think it's just a supply demand thing? It's a supply demand thing, but also like if you want to go out and buy something, they kind of price themselves out of the market. I think as far as spools for the Sterling goes, because for another two hundred bucks, you can order a Yukon off of like one of the uh, Detroit clones. Yeah, from Amazon. I'm pretty sure like, I got yeah. my Detroit for like somewhere between six to eight hundred bucks. So yeah, that, I don't know why you'd go with an eight. Aren't you supposed to steer clear of the um, the spools anyways because you get a decent bit of deflection from them? You can because they're not as supported. Yeah, you can account for it. That's what I did with my sixty. Yeah, you just end up shoving the uh, backlash. And that's for like high smaller. performance stuff. My four O probably isn't making that pinion deflect that much. But oh, shut the fuck up! Are. You're putting three eighty three <laughs> times five forty four times five thirty eight into it. It's deflecting a little bit, but not as much. Um, I think I did the math out on it, and it ends up being similar to a modified class uh, diesel pulling truck pulling in high range. It's absolutely insane, the amount of mechanical advantage that we're putting into these axles. You guys are saying run, run like a tighter backlash with the spool? Yeah, a little bit. Um... I mean, in general, for rock crawling, you a tighter backlash is ideal because your shock. A lot of what you're going to be doing, yeah. especially with the way we drive, is you're shock loading the thing. You don't want to have the thing slamming into the teeth on the ring gear. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And vice versa. But uh, for accounting for that uh, deflection, you just pull the the face of the pattern in towards. I'm going to butcher it for the gearheads probably, but I think it's the um oh jeez what side is that there's toe and heel but that's the yeah. um that's the actual face of the gear you want it on like the facing the inner uh, what's the what are the other two pieces what are the oh my god it's been a minute i haven't done gears in a while <laughs> um the inner inner like if you're looking at the radius of the gear set or yeah, yeah radius the inner side you want it pulled in a little bit because when it deflects it's going to crawl a bit it's gonna pull the pinion away from the pinion which or pull the ring gear away from the pinion which will pull the pattern towards the center so instead of it being in the center and pulling outwards you're just centering it so if anything you know it's gonna be a tiny bit stronger when it deflects yeah that makes sense Sorry, I'm doing math right now. If I butchered right. it, okay. leave a leave a comment and review us five stars. And uh, <laughs> you probably don't even know my name, even though we say it at the beginning of almost every episode. Okay, 
so not accounting for the differential split between the two axles, you are putting out approximately factoring the 225 foot-pounds of torque, 25,221 foot-pounds at the output of the gear set if you were to go and direct that all into one axle. So, for example, too low. Now, if you multiply that across two axles, what that ends uh, I'm using Graham's uh, 544 just for his rig in specific. Um, you're putting 12,000. Eco Box is what I had yeah. in mind to answer that question. Yep. Is that you're, how much of a difference did the like the Eco Box and then Luke, you're running a, a Ruby Box? What are you running? Yep. I'm do running guys, a Ruby Box. How much of a difference did this like the super? Because I just have like, you know, your typical 231 right now. Is it worth, do you think it's worth putting money versus maybe doing like high steer? You have an auto. I would not put it at the top of my priorities list if I had an auto. Um, Since I got my stickies, I like my four to one more. But without the stickies, I preferred the 231. If you're going to spend all that money. And you have a long rig, which you do. You're not. There's no downside to making the drivetrain a little bit longer. You have more options with a doubler of any kind in front of whatever transfer case of your choosing. Uh, so I would, if you're looking at doing one in the future, yeah. I would just, I would, because all of Luke's complaints about it are because he doesn't have options, and we've talked about this before, and he might disagree with me, but uh, I know exactly what he's talking about because i've had that issue with my low range but then i just pop the 205 out of or vice versa one or the other i could choose my high range and you know then i have a high range higher like mid-range low gear that i can still use that like is exactly the same or slightly higher if i even want it to be than factory if i want to go a little faster or whatever and still be in like a crawling mindset uh whereas luke doesn't have that option he has high range like one to one or four to one which isn't you just don't have you don't have the tools the toolbox to do what you want to do like yeah if you want the wheel speed then you gotta if you want to be driving down the trail and banging limiter but not going 20 miles an hour uh i can i've got a gear for that uh luke (laughs) does but it's just fifth it's (laughs) it's <laughs> screaming. It's it's not even rev limiter at that point. It's just perpetual motion. Um, most of the time, if I'm bombing around, I just slap it into high at this point and just use first, second, third. Um, like at Roush, for example, I'll just put it into high range. I fixed my linkage problems when I fixed my motor mounts. So I haven't had any more issues with it. Nice. Um, yeah. So now for me to put it into high range isn't that big of a deal, and I don't mind the low range as much with stickies because I find myself using second gear and first gear a lot more than I used to um, when I had the nittos before. Mm. So I don't know. I'm I was neutral on the case before. Now I'm like more positive on it after the stickies. Well, that's good to hear. Um, 
I still would put Natlas in, but that's where me and Graham fundamentally disagree. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with Atlases. I just could not. Unless you're doing like a racing application, I just can't. Why bother? It's so it's more expensive. You have to wait however long the wait time is, depending on the you know the phase of the sun. Uh, (laughs) And you can buy a strong, you can build a stronger case for less money. I don't disagree. You have a crawl box behind, like behind what, like a two thirty one on your screen. I have the NWF Eco box, their older version. They make a newer one that's, in my opinion, a little better looking. It's a little more money than the old one was, but it's better. I think they still, it's still an Eco box, so you can you you're spending like. I think they bumped it. When I bought mine, it was I think seven hundred bucks for the aluminum case. I took a two forty one out of a Chevy truck that I got for free. Uh, cut it up, put the the planetary gear set in it. I pressed it in, and you know, then you just you put it in. It's like a you yeah. put the two forty one, two thirty one components in this aluminum housing, and then you have the doubler, and it's in a nice box. You can just do a two thirty one like crawl box kit where you chop it and do that. But yeah, um, there's downsides to that too. I because you have to run them upside down, which means you have to redrill holes in your transmission, which is a whole mess. So sketchy. Yeah. It's not sketchy. Like it's not that you there's plenty of meat to redrill, but it's just an extra step that you know, honestly at least at the time when I bought mine, seven hundred dollars was like was reasonable. I think they're like a thousand to eleven hundred now, which is kinda pricey. Maybe that's for the black box or whatever. Maybe they don't do the eco box and no, they just they definitely do. I don't know. Either way, uh the doubler's worth it. Get the get the some form of crawl box in front of it. I know behemoths like back in the game with boxes and whatnot, they're not like dead in the water anymore or somebody bought them. And then a 205, you can't go wrong with a 205. They just don't blow up. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You if, like buy one from a old seventies Ford. Uh, and if you can find one, that's the biggest thing is finding them nowadays, but you can still find some pretty decent deals. You have to look, but, um, Reseal yeah. them if you care about it leaking and fill them up. That's all you got to do. No change in the spline counts because they already come with 32 spline outers. They don't get any stronger. You could put like chromoly shit or make it a 3 to 1, but like they're just dead simple. Yeah, that's sick. So, yeah, I just, I finally put the an SYE in mine. Pretty mm-hmm. excited about that. There you go. <laughs> First step. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if honestly... If you do want to keep the 231s alive, um, Cody has the case. He doesn't have it installed yet. It's actually in Marvel's case. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a reason, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I've got to finish putting his together. But you can put a... Um, I think it's the Durango front output and chain and the, the inner gear. Any and you just get a wider chain. light duties. 241 light duties of any kind? Yeah, like the 1500 parts work in there too. Oh, no shit. Yep. Yeah, so you can just take the chains out of those. They're slightly wider and you have less chain skipping issues, which you will inevitably run into on a 231 on a one-ton rig that gets beat. Honestly? Mm. Yeah. Honestly? But I, I, don't worry about it till it happens, but when it happens, yeah. just do it. It's, it's, it's worth doing. You just, you know, it's like 130 bucks for like all the pieces and you can just buy them what? off eBay. What ha- yeah. is it? 
what happens with the chain slipping? Like the fronts just don't rotate the same rate as the rears. You'll hear it. It'll just be like chug 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 chug, and you won't go anywhere. Yeah, okay. the front won't move anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So back to the price discussion here, real quick. I just spec'd out an Atlas, and I'm at twenty seven hundred bucks, which for something that comes with shifters and bolts in, that's, yeah, no that's not bad. That's no doubler. It comes with shifters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. That was like, like fifteen hundred on top of that, which to be, I mean, it's not bad, but yeah, there's a, no effort. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. They my hot take on that is it's a two thirty one. Stop caring about it. Run the fucking thing because they just don't. They're you fine. You can get another one. That's the yeah. Thing. You it's can like, get yeah. another one, and you can put the heavier duty components in there. But that was never a problem for me. The only thing that happened with mine was um, I've blown up the cases before, but all the upgrades we're talking about don't fix the front output cracking and they don't fix the planetary um, gear cracking. No, so, but that's like, where you just keep extra casings around. Yeah. I, and that's I don't exactly even have point. one anymore, and I still have like four casings for the fucking things. <laughs> um, so when I had my setup, I just put like I took apart two cases. One of them, the one that was in my Jeep, had absolutely abysmal chain slap. The other case had been like rebuilt, but it was out of a ZJ, and it was just a different um. I forget what it was. I think the main shaft was different or some stupid shit like that. So I decided to put everything together in the XJ case. Um, and this is like going off of memory from three and a half years ago, four years ago, right when I did the one ton swap, I did that. Um, and that case rode around for multiple years, multiple neutral drops, all stock components, just like the good stock components that I had laying around. And I when it finally just some Darwinism on your 231. Yeah, and when it finally <laughs> died the transfer cases. <laughs> yeah, when it finally died, it died because it um the planetary gear actually cracked, like the piece that gets pressed into the case cracked. <laughs> And split the housing at the six bolts. So, like, I can't fault that case. You know what I mean? It gave yeah. up, like, after multiple years of abuse for something that I was into for a $250 slip yoke eliminator. And to <laughs> literally, like he was saying, they just appear in your shop after yeah. you've been in XJs long enough, 231s. Yeah, you so, get like, them for free, you just have them. You buy the slip yoke once and you have it forever. They don't go bad. <laughs> yeah, you blow the case up before you blow up a good slip yoke eliminator. So, like, you know. And then I just replaced it with another 231. And the only reason that 231 came out was Sam had this 241 OR out of his rig. And we made a fair deal on the uh, price. And I was rebuilding the cross member and everything anyway. But, like, Hindsight being 2020, I don't know if it really mattered that much making that modification then. It could have just stayed. Now that I have stickies, it's it's an improvement. But if I wasn't on the stickies, I would have just left it alone. Yeah, yeah. you can make cooler rev limiter noises. 
uh, faster with lower point. range. Yeah. I was so, not a rev limiter guy when I first started uh, off-roading. I was just kind of like, just enough to make it go up. But now it just doesn't move unless you're on the rev limiter in any gear. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> If I'm in third gear launching mine, if the funniest thing now is that with the stickies, they'll get hot and they'll actually slow the engine down. So I have to grab second and it just oh, sits shit. on the limiter bouncing. Um, if it's muddy, though, it'll go in third. But otherwise, it when the tires decide that they've found traction, they just slow the motor down. I put, I put the Maxis Creepy Crawlers on mine. Mm-hmm. And that even like because I know those are kind of like a shitty sticky, like they're almost not even a sticky. Max's tires have pretty decent compounds all around. Uh, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm coming from Irox that Mike sold me. Oh yeah, so, like <laughs> you're gonna notice a difference. <laughs> oh, there's a huge difference. Just Hell yeah. And I was like, these are game changers. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Irox suck. <laughs> <laughs> they have their purpose, but it is not. Uh. Gripping rocks. Negative. But yeah, I thought the I thought the creepies weren't stickies. They're a bias ply, right? Like they're they're no, not. No, but it's the same they're, compound they're a DOT as all tire. their other DOT tires. I would yeah. imagine. The uh, I think they're better. They're actually really really soft. We went with a guy not too yeah. long ago at Mobile, and he was on a set of the creepy crawlers, and it was fucking impressive how soft those were. Like they almost gave the razor or not razor vibes the um the traps that's true remember those 37s you had where you could literally touch the two lugs together oh yeah the, the stickies very similar like at least just again hand feel those things were gummy uh, yeah. so mm-hmm. the technical definition on the creepy crawlers is that they are a not dot rated bias ply um they're very close to a sticky but they're not quite the same compound as a trap so it's more like a race compound. yeah uh, yeah, I, yeah, I got him. Racing, so I don't know. There's a guy, he lives about 30 minutes from me. His name's uh, Chris May uh, from May Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a 4400 KOH rig, and that's what these came off of. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. He'd, he'd actually be a sick guy to have on the podcast because he's been in, he's like OG South Carolina, you know, off road guy. Um, oh, he's, he's we know him and he's interested. Uh, you know, yeah, so I'll, I'll reach feel free to yeah, introduce I'll... us. Introduce us. Yeah, I'll reach out to him for y'all for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So sure. uh, AOP man, what's the uh, what's your guys' big plan? Are you uh, you excited for this weekend? I heard it's just going to be a boys' weekend. All the girlfriends are staying home or something like that. Yeah, the meet and beat. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Um, <laughs> I think yeah that that should be around the time that Mike's done with his rig. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, dude. They're making good. Did you have you have you guys seen the pictures that he posted of that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's making good for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that'll kind of be like a, you know, runs prime version two. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll gonna be exciting. To on flat ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, please do, please do. Now would be so we can at least you know least be there, the, and then you can get a video. Yeah, I'll do the. I'll at least do the full three sixty flip this time. There you go. <laughs> just <a> flop. <laughs> the thing that I love about watching the uh, runs prime reels, every time I see your Jeep in one of them, it's ending up on its side at this point. Dude, I'm so bad at driving it. It's not even funny. 
<laughs> well, I have to like <laughs> slip away during the meet and beat and just go and like run some of the normal trails there, yeah. like Granny Templeton or George Winters, and like work on that. Because Luke, That's did you thing, just? The whole... Sorry, Sorry, never mind. Never what? mind. Did you just did hit the knock thing? No, I didn't hit the knock thing. Oh, I okay. Never mind. I'm just loot. Graham, was that you? No, bro. Okay, sorry. Never mind. We could keep going. Actually, play Luke. Do you have it? So that I way, do it don't sound it. fucking crazy. Can you click it just so everybody? Like, I literally just yes. heard exactly what he's about to play, and I think I don't know. There's nobody home. So like, play it. He did. Oh, hold on. I have it turned down. But yeah. So I don't know how it sounds for you guys, but if you for have us, headphones on, it's it's creepy. Yes, well, it, it's he has three different ones, and there's one that sounds like it's to the left and in front of you, and that's I was that's why I was like, Luke, really, bro? Like you just put <laughs> that, that in the middle? Wasn't me? Oh my god! No, he's, it's, it's that Dayquil. He's on the Dayquil uh, trip I right now. I have realized though that uh, if I wanted to, I could make a revlimiter clip and uh, use that in the show. But you know that would also be kind of obnoxious. So no, yeah. let's just open with a with the knocks. I think that'll be more fun. <laughs> oh, just one God. on each side, then I'll start. <laughs> well, now I have to look out my second floor window, make sure nobody's knocking. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just excited for the meet and beat as well because that's the goal, or the goal for that is my rig should be on full hydro then, so I shouldn't have the steering problems anymore. Logan's rig should be done. And I know that Logan's group is bringing like five people, uh, or five rigs, I should say, a lot more people. Um, and it's just going to be a much rowdier and bigger version of Good Evening Ranch. Yeah. And we, I mean, and we kind of all know each other now, too. Like, I feel like Good Evening Ranch is kind of when we all met. And then now, like, AOP, it'll be. You know, like boys back. Oh, back it's these the fucking idiots again. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be sick. Yeah. And um, the other part that I like about the meet and be is you can just kind of go out and do whatever. And AOP is larger than Good Evening is. So hopefully with the amount of people that are showing up, it won't be a total like. Clusterfuck? Yeah. <laughs> If you go out to like the further out trails, like there's some blacks on the far side of the property that are quite fun. We went down them on our night rides. I want to go back up them because they were just cool. And uh, I managed to bend my or dent in and slightly bend my second B pillar on one of them. And I want to figure out where I did that. (laughs) So they got a mission. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably gonna make one trip if I can before the meet and beat just to shake down that running problem I've been having. Um, and that might end up being the first Windrock trip. Yeah, dude, that, yeah, hit us up because I think we're about two and a half hours from Windrock. Um, I think I'm going to actually go there next weekend. I have a, I have a four day weekend coming up, so I might go out there and just run blue trails with my lady. For three there days. you go, man. Hell yeah, that sounds like a good ass <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Luke, I don't know if your rig's up and running right now, but you want to come out to Windrock and next weekend, just be you're gonna around. make me have to go and like 
If I do that, it's going to mean that Friday becomes an absolute clusterfuck for me. Uh... Because I'll have to go get a new fuel regulator. Um, I have to get a hydro line made because I don't want to go out without a spare. And whatnot, because uh, yeah. I sheared my hydro line, it appears to have gotten pinched between the ram and the track bar when I broke the bump stop. So it like squished it, and now whenever I try and turn that way, it just blows fluid out of it, and it's not great. So I'll get that all fixed up and let you know, but I don't know if this weekend's going to happen. Yeah, no worries either way. Um, I plan on going like probably once a month. I love that place. So if if the XJ holds together, you'll, there'll be opportunities. <laughs> but what I can say is, if you're gonna be out there, I will uh, at the very least show up for dinner. Nice. Ooh. Oh yeah, we'll go to Chili's. We'll go to fucking Chili's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so like, if the rig's not ready to roll. I can definitely bring a couple of idiots out to Chili's if you want idiots, or I can bring my girlfriend and it can be like a civilized event. There you go. Double data. That could be fun. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds like that could be a fun time. (laughs) Have you spent much time in Knoxville, Lake? Um, I live an hour from it, so yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty cool little city. I like Knoxville. Um, I like it more than Cleveland, if I'm being honest. Cleveland is like you just keep driving down there and you end up there, but. Um, we just ended up in Cleveland, and, like, I suppose that it's a good enough time as any to make that announcement. Um, but Morgan ended up getting a scholarship, and she just started the finalization of it, so we're going to be here for the next two years while she finishes her degree. Um, Hell yeah, good for her. Yeah, I'm fucking proud of her. After that, I have no clue where we're going to end up, but I think that where you might end up having to push it to three years because the school's requiring a year after she gets her master's because it's a 100% free ride. So, like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking killer. Are you going to call her Sensei Morgan? (laughs) What was that, Jordan? Is it like, like an assist? So, my lady just got done with her master's and she got like an assistantship. Where she had to like work like twenty hours a week, but then they kind of like comped the school. It's like how she oh is that the same kind of deal or not? Um, this is like Tennessee's having a teacher shortage, so they are trying to train people up, and it's basically like if you agree to work for the year after, they'll pay for you oh, to I get see, your masters, and you have to work at the school while you're there. So cool. that makes sense. No, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, she's going um, and getting her master's in special education, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, she can take care of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Because she works in special ed now as an assistant teacher, but the pay gap between a teacher and an assistant teacher is like 150% salary increase, so... Wow. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm fucking amped for her, and that's going to mean that we can actually, like, have a little bit more money flowing through, so hopefully the XJ will still be in one piece then, but uh, that's when really cool shit will actually start to happen. 
Or we could end up lame and I buy a house and, you know, <laughs> disappear for five years like Colin's about to do. Already has. Colin already has, but yeah, he fair. might show up again now that Josie's there with the gladiator. So, Maybe. You know. I don't like, know. He's, he's, just in, he's like him. frozen on that, uh, on his XJ. He doesn't know what to do. That's how I take it anyways. I just yeah, talked to him about that, and we were talking about possibly, or he was talking about possibly building the TJ once he gets the truck where he I wants know, it. I know, he's been talking about that, but he can't figure it out. He doesn't want to build the T, or maybe he does, I don't know, I can't speak for he the can't. Guys. He can't make up his mind. So no, anyways, it's just um, the, the lore here, if you will, Jordan, is that uh, Master Bates, Colin Bates, um had a XJ and he was one of the people that like he stuck his neck out for me to get me into the club up north and he's how I met Graham and like all of this shit so he's a super cool dude he just like bought a house disappeared and the yeah, last he was time we saw him he was a catalyst for a lot of us for uh, oh yeah and, 100% uh, it's he sad was, to see see he was always... it happens too often though yeah, he was always the guy that was like, "Hey, we're going wheeling," and I was just like, "All right, let's do it." Like, yeah. granted, I mean, the, f- I mean, me, you, I mean, Graham, Luke, and I, and Colin, we're all kind of that same way during that. Like, what was that 2018, 2018 2019 through... season? Like, no, it was all the way through twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, and it was just no, like, hey, where does everybody want to go? Let's go wheeling, and then we would just you know plan it and especially with us being in the club it made it really simple plan it yeah it was just we're showing up and then it was like fuck are we drinking here what's the plan (laughs) like well after wheeling of course by the way um just to appease the nea on that statement there um but it was all it was it was always such a fucking good time it was always a mess he would always spit a cap and then luke would just be like you spit a cap and call me like no it's fine the next second he's throwing a shaft out on the 44 or well the first time i met luke his buggy didn't even run no, the first, first time, time you I met like, me, I rolled it. Yeah, second time I met you, like, first time I actually talked to you, I guess, uh, like, for real about... Yeah, we had water in the fuel. That wasn't fun. <laughs> Wasn't Jacob there? I forget. Jacob was there. We had, like, fuel pumps out. We replaced the fuel <laughs> we pump. We were going ham on this thing, trying sensor. to figure it out. It was broken right at the start of the trails. I, I literally started it, got it off of the trailer, and it broke down there. So, like, Love that it. was uh, not the best of looks. Yeah, that was a piece of shit. I don't even want to talk about that thing. We can talk about Barry, though, because, like, that thing's been <laughs> cool. Um, it does the same thing, just different. <laughs> Maybe you have water in your fuel. Maybe that's the problem. I don't think I have water in my fuel because there is barely any fuel in it. And I put in four gallons of ethanol free fuel as a uh, test to see if it was bad fuel. And uh, as a little treat, as a little treat, yes. Uh, it's running fine, but like on the other hand, it was running fine when we showed up at AOP. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, the weird Luke, little problem you got there. With how much of a copycat my rig was to yours. And yours being Barry, how have we never thought that mine would have been coined the Blackberry? I don't know, but that is true. Mine's <laughs> yeah, like it. Like when I first met you, I'm almost t- like 
I mean, granted, not now. I would say back when we first started, when we first were building it, they're almost the exact same rig. Like, just, like, yeah. how much we really copied from yours. And, like, obviously, like, influence from Colin and Graham and whatnot. But it's funny that it just, like, hit me where it's, like, yeah, just we could have had a funny nickname there, but. I just can't get over the fact of how well your fucking rig works. Worked. We haven't wielded in a while. It might suck now. We don't know. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you wheel it anymore, Cody? Money. I'm poor. Yeah, that gets all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But that's everybody's yeah. excuse. So nah, it's just due time, due time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's sick that you still come, like, cause you're at like uh, the one wheelers ball. Like, even if you don't have a rig, it's still cool just to come and like hang out with the boys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's something that I absolutely I had to love. drag this kid kicking and screaming, by the way. That yeah. is the most stupid, <laughs> uneducated, inbred statement ever. First off, uh, you politely, no. you politely I, suggested and offered many times. And until like two days before, you were like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's because I wasn't planning to. So, like, I didn't set any money exactly. aside. So then I was like, fuck, okay, well, now I'm actually considering this. So I paid my bills. And then Friday at whatever, 9 a.m., I was like, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> uh huh. So, yeah, you know, things had to, the ducks had to be Kicking in a row. And I'm, screaming. It was not. Okay. <laughs> all right. But all he right. had a great time. And now he's going to probably continue to come. Coming yeah, it was an <laughs> absolute blast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can. I'm just uh, wheel, you can wheel my rig, Cody. Hell if, yeah! If you play rigless, yeah, you can. Nah, show I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the rigless adventure slowly stops. Like it's, I may have to miss a few trips uh, to just like you know put the money in the right spot instead of spending it on yeah. me just going on a, like pretty much a vacation um, and making you know that educated decision of doing that. But for now, uh, we're we're definitely on track to making it so i no longer am rigless yeah what, what came with the uh the sawzall blade debacle did you guys come to a conclusion on that actually graham switched up now he's on to dewalt's like yep. the whole sawzall debacle is over we, we, we use the diablos uh i went to lowe's i don't usually go to lowe's i don't like lowe's i'm a home depot man uh well lowe's has these dewalt blades that our carbide and the only thing it says on it is two times life and i was like well that's shitty compared to the hundred times life of a diablo <laughs> blade but then i used them i was like these are actually pretty good and i read the fine print and it says two times longer than the diablo blade no like nice. well you should have made that in bold lettering <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't so, like yeah. you don't like the milwaukee ones no i fucking hate the milwaukee ones i haven't <laughs> tried a carbide milwaukee one i don't know carbide if milwaukee them. ones fuck I haven't tried one. I use. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have to see if I can find them. But I was I not, know. I was not a believer in them until we had a hardened CPM, which is like a powdered metal, uh, stupidly hard punch break off, and where it broke off, we couldn't disassemble the machine to like get the punch out without cutting it. So we used one of those, and it went through there. Not I'm not gonna say it went quick, but like that material is sixty-five Rockwell hardness and it cut through it. It took like thirty minutes, but I was just blown away because normally that stuff will chew through an abrasive wheel. Like um uh, it'll just eat an angle grinding wheel alive, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're not wrong. <laughs> 
AWOL in Milwaukee. No. Lennox. No. Yeah, Lennox. Fire and Rescue oh, Lennox. Lennox. They're, they're, I'm telling you, the Fire and Rescue Lennox, is, it's, it's W. It's a W. We just have to put it in Graham's hands first. Well, you got to get me one, yeah. Oh, I'll get one. Don't you worry. Com- I already, already talked to my we'll, supplier. We'll go Project Farm on this shit. We'll get all the blades and see which one actually cuts. But <laughs> Time <laughs> it out. You know, have a specific amount of weights in certain points. <laughs> you, pro- dude, you probably get some ease on that, to be honest. I'd watch it. Oh, Cody honestly? can use the Diablo and four beers and cut two <laughs> chunks off of his Dana 60, but he cut five <laughs> chunks with the Diablo, or the, the Science, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that I bet you that would give views if you like had a fresh yeah, 05 yeah. plus and like you literally just started chopping up certain like major sections and using different blades for it. Or even honestly, or the crazy part would be getting five different O five pluses, five different dudes, Whoa. five different sawzall blades. That sounds like a just, sweatshop. It sounds yeah. like a shop job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, I'm telling you that you put that shit up there, all the other, you know, doofuses who want to build an O five plus, they'd be like, yo, we should watch this video. Like, why are you using D Waltz? You didn't see the video. The, obviously the Milwaukee was better. Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll buy five O5 pluses and we'll cut them all up. And then, and then we can just sell them sell afterwards. Them. It'll be fine. Yeah. Hey. That sounds Pretty like a stripped. lot of work for not that a lot of gain. but fucking terrible. <laughs> that's so yeah, bad. I'd probably give somebody a thousand bucks just for like a front one that's already been like dehoused. Like I mm. think I would probably double the value of that. Mm. I would say some of the range of seven hundred would be a fair price. Yeah, seven. I'm only saying that because I bought. That's how I got mine. I bought mine, and it needed a little bit of work. I didn't even know how much you fucking paid for it. I paid seven hundred and fifty for mine, cleaned and trussed and not geared, but everything else. And I got a bunch of pieces with it, so uh, it was. I got it away. It was a steal. Yeah, I didn't think it was a steal at the time, but because I. I mean, I'd cut plenty of 04s and 9904 axles, which are pretty easy to clean up. There's like a leaf yeah. spring perch and then the casting, a little bit of casting to cut off. But like, a- after working on Sean's and Cody's, it's it sucks. <laughs> it's just, yeah. there's no quick way to do it. it just takes time and blades yeah. or discs or grinding wheels. Well, all right, we're slowly coming up here on our two-hour mark. Um, now let's try to start wrapping this stuff up. Uh, Jordan, quick thing. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so it's pretty probably just Runs Prime. Um, my main Instagram's private, but if you if I see that like people I know follow you, then like I'll you know follow you back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, probably just the Runs Prime page, Runs Prime Racing. Hell yeah, always got to support. I like that. I like that. Um, so quick, you know, quick question for you before the end of it. Do you have any small animal facts for us? Is it, can it be any animal or does it have to be small? Give me, honestly, give me any animal facts. You got something, hit me with it. I got a good one about black bears. Um, Okay. Okay. Like, so black bears, they hibernate. Um, so they, they, it's called an anal root. So they, they like, (laughs) they'll eat a (laughs) They'll eat a bunch of grass, and then their 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 biology makes them like a, a grass butt plug to keep ants from crawling in and eating them from the inside out. 
what the fuck? <laughs> this is news to me. Dude, that is in, crazy. I'm in Black Bear butt plug right now and tell me what happens. <laughs> I don't want to Google like that. Nope. Search. Nope. Uh, I'll take your word for it. The theory tracks and yeah. uh, we'll we'll call it good on that one. Um, <laughs> do you have any questions for Ooh, us? I have another quick question though before we get into that. Oh. What is the best DOT tire and what is the worst DOT tire for off-roading? Oh shit, talking to me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. Probably the worst DOT is probably the Pats. For Southeast Wheeling, probably Patagonia's. The worst. Uh, maybe Irox. Oh yeah, I, I'd support that. I'd support that cause. Both valid, yeah. uh, valid answers. Yeah. And then the so they have to be DOT, the best DOT. Yes. Yes, the best mm. DOT for off-road use. Um, probably. Now you don't get a prize. It's just an opinion. <laughs> oh, oh that's a... ran on Irox and creepy crawlers, but um, maybe like a DOT. I'm talking about all. I mean, yeah, you. You know, you were running around with the fucking pre-runners and stuff like that. Oh, dude, that was all just like, that was just the BFG all-terrains on every single pre-runner. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's no like, shit. that's okay. the go-to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Oh, uh, I hate those tires. Yeah, those are not a great tire around here. None of those dudes really worry about grip, like, you know, because, you know, you're always spinning tires and sliding out. So if you They're just some- buying them for the clout. They're just buying KO2s <laughs> or 3s for the clout. Yeah, the pre KR threes. Damn, <laughs> that's funny. Because those what, things like, suck on the road, dude. They're sketchy so, on the road. Yeah, like, like yeah. especially in the any rain, water on the road, and those things are like yep. ice skates. It's the, the stupidest rain, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the Cooper AT threes. Those are my favorite on road tire. I'll say that. Oh, I've been having very good opinions. luck with the Falcon uh, Wild Peaks. Falcon yeah. Wild Peaks are Falcon's top tier for sure. The snow, um, I can drive the truck around in two wheel drive in the snow, and it doesn't, it barely yeah. breaks free. Have you uh, heard of the Kenda Clever? Yep. That's I've never heard of those. Stuff. Yeah, so the, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but I was towing with like a fourth gen 4Runner for a mm-hmm. while. Um, and that had Kenda Clevers on it, and we'd like go wheeling in that thing, and then like tow the XJL around, and those tires never gave a fuck, and they were always oh. super solid. And that's like, you know, and uh, aren't they massive in the mountain bike world? Kenda, yeah, yeah. No, Maxis, Maxis is kind of like the top dog in in mountain bikes. Mm. Yeah. Really? That's yeah, recent, so, like, right. It's similar to like rock crawling, where you have like your DOT and then your sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like and deep, mountain bike tires are so expensive like the cream like creme de la creme maxis like dhf sticky is like 120 bucks yeah sorry they're like dirt bike tires at that point yeah 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 so yeah maxis definitely runs the game on that for sure interesting all righty yeah. any uh, questions for us oh sorry no, go ahead cody no, no, no. that was gonna be i was gonna say it if you didn't so, yeah, got no questions, good. nothing. Oh, got I'll, I'll send Luke some some tech questions on uh on Instagram, but <laughs> I think besides <laughs> that, good to go. The first oh, yeah. time that happened, I was like, "All right, all right, this this is familiar." And then I was like, "Oh, yep, okay, cool, makes sense." I had to go and see a picture of the rig to put the uh, profile in perspective. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, sure. And then I was like, oh, hell yeah. I know this guy. We were out uh, at Keyhole at like five in the morning. 
That was pissing me <laughs> off. <laughs> no, you were good. Um, I was, to be honest with that, it was not anyone in particular, but there was some people that were yelling at me that couldn't form a sentence. And so I'm getting told to go up the wall on one side versus ping pong the Jeep off the other side. And I'm like, yeah, no, nope. that, th- that is one of the worst things about rock crawling. Like when you have a group of guys and everybody's yelling directions at you, it's like, I either want like one dude who knows what he's talking about or just nobody. Yep. Yeah. And like Timmy coming down was helpful because he got Graham and everything up. But it's like, I know Timmy. So when Timmy tells me to do something, I'm going to listen. Or if Graham is telling me to do something, most of the time I'll listen because sometimes he shuts off a portion of his brain. But, you know, it's pretty rare. <laughs> you, you it does have a guy who just crashed his X day on the same feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't anything to do with you or Runs Prime or anyone that was uh, there. It was just way too many people were yelling at me and I could barely hear anything. But I remember someone. I don't know who it was. They were particularly drunk and slurring everything. And that was somehow the only voice that I could hear in there. (laughs) And I'm like, yep, this is not the play here. All right, reverse is over here. I respect that. I respect it. (laughs) You know, I'll go blow my shit up. Like, I blew my shit up at, um, what was it? The bottom or the top of Chadillac. Um, I blew it up in there and, but that was just me being an idiot and like, Hey, whatever it comes with the territory. I'm not going to blow my at AOP. So we were, I don't, that whole place is kind of a blur to me. No, not AOP. Good evening. But, um, I was like stuck on this weird little ledge and then it was just me and you. Like, so everybody had left and I think gone to Chadillac and you're like, Hey, listen, listen to see if something under my XJ is broken. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, he's probably just going to kind of take it easy. And, dude, next thing I know, you're banging the limiter, like, bouncing the thing, like, two foot in the air. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to see if anything's broken? You're, like, airborne. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. <laughs> um, we, we found the cause of the noise that I was hearing, by the way. Uh, the front drive shaft U-joint was cracked in half. That'll do That'll it. Do it. So I was beating on it like that with the broken U joint. And you were wide open. I was like, what the hell? Well, it kept, it didn't, like, no matter what I was doing, it would just make the noise. So I figured that if it's making the noise with me babying it or beating on it, on that obstacle that we were on, it was either going to break and, like, the back down's not bad. There's a green trail right there, and there's a yeah. one-ton XJ in front of me, and I have That's a 30-foot strap. It's a very good point. If, if it's going to blow up, it'll blow up there. <laughs> she held. She held together. But on that note, anything else, or should we uh No, I just wanted to here? quick thing say, you know, thank you for coming on, man. You did absolutely yeah. incredible. That was yep. and, uh, I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Six, six. Yeah, I'll see y'all out there. So, on that note, remember, you stand on the shoulders of giants that came before you, so continue to improve the world around you. Sick.